I've punched a wall before, I think, but it was when I was like a, you know, a 13 or something. And, you know, it was just an angsty teenager. Well, I punch stuff, but it's more like, you know, I'm He-Man. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll punch a hole in something. There's several holes in this house, so I punched. But just like, yar. I mean, but in anger? No. Why would you punch holes in your house? I don't know. Like, uh, you know, not they're all covered up. There's maybe three. I mean, covered up, like, now you got to hang a painting there covered up? Or, like, you fixed them? Yeah. No, painting. I <laughs> 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 like that table I had that was made out of cardboard, and my dad was over here, and we were drinking scotch, and I just punched a hole in it. Well. That's right. That, that, for some reason, is a little different. Like, punching holes in your walls of your house seems to be. Well, I. It's like, it's like, hold on, let me put some dents in my car. I want to fucking take this bat, dent up my car a little bit. No, I wouldn't do my car. Because <clears throat> that's crazy, right? <laughs> I guess. Well, you can't really fix that yourself. I guess. But who wants to fix fucking holes in well, you know, sheetrock. Even if you have those textured walls, you gotta to get that just right. Oh, it's yeah. tricky. No, it is. is. No, sheetrocking is. You know, I've done it before. I mean, I haven't done a lot of it, but it, there is a skill to it, and there's people that are really good at it. Oh, uh, Mike, my, my employee is an ex sheetrocker for a long time, and he. I was like, let me just put what I just rub some spackle on this shit and put some paint on it, and he's like, no, dude. Yeah, we're gonna have to cut that out. Put a mm-hmm. fucking thing in there, build out the wall, like, and then sand it like 20 times. It's going to take all day. Yeah. And I'm like, don't come over. <laughs> don't come near me. I'll, I'll just put a painting. <laughs> I put a painting, dude. Why is that painting so high? <laughs> it's like at the ceiling. I have one sword mark in the ceiling because I, when I had those roof ramps <laughs> and I had a samurai sword, I tried to go straight up. <laughs> oh. Like, I wanted to get it and then hear it squealing and, like, blood <laughs> like comes in, in the, the movies, oh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Saturday, June 8th, 2019. It's 10, 11 p.m. This is show number 489. This is the Vent Chat Show. Welcome back, everyone. My name is Turnhead. With me, as usual, this host was mad at Silver Surfer because he didn't stop Galactus from eating Uranus. It's Esta. Hello, everybody. Speaking of eating anus, Uh everyone thinks this guy eats anus because of his breath. 
It's Finn. <laughs> there was a lot of that talk going around this week. Uh, yeah. In Twitter. And we found out, you know, we found out some things. Who likes, who likes that kind of thing? Or who's, who's down with that thing? You know what I mean? Well, I would just say that you don't have to actually go at it that hard. You just go in for a quick run by to let them know that you love them. <laughs> that's different. That's that's a different thing. This anyway. It came up. You can go go take a look at that. But uh thank oh. you what? Close that door. <laughs> Just waiting. We okay over there? Yeah. Door. <laughs> Thank you to everybody supporting us on Patreon. Uh, Turdat wants me to read your name if you join. Or he's saying maybe people would like that. He's not saying I have to. But I don't know if people uh, want that. If they want me to, I will. Um. But if I don't you join Patreon. We're gonna read your name. The next one. See, the problem is I don't want to read your full given name, which some people sign up for Patreon. I just want to read, like you know, whatever you want me to read. Just tell me. I don't know. I just want to. Just want you to be happy. My but, name is Eric Wilson. Okay. But uh, thank you for the people that do support us on Patreon. Um, Amazon link may be changing soon, so just keep your, keep your eyes on, on that future update at some point. And, um, thank you to the people who support us on, uh, Twitch with Twitch Prime and just regular Twitch and bits, right? Thank you for the bits. Bits. Rob App One's up there with 10 bits. BGO's got his bit in. So. Did you look into that Amazon thing? I am looking into it, yeah. I mean, I'll I'll let you know when things are going to change, but it, I'm hopefully, you know, I'm hoping. Did Turd Hat piss into a canteen? Did Esther shave his sweet face clean? Did Sauce chop a lady in the vagine? Let's talk about what happened this week. And I'm Ben Diagram. So, that was fantastic. Should we go in? I don't know. Turdat had some weed butter and he had a, uh, uh, introspection, introspective, introspection. Well, you never had, uh, well, if you eat, if you eat weed or you in, imbibe in this such thing, your mind changes. Uh, it does. And it will make you more introspective and it will make you uh, think about things that you don't think about normally or that you maybe even block out uh, as a mental health thing. But it will change your mind frame. And yes, did I have an epiphany? I had an epiphany, <laughs> weed-based epiphany, and it was shat on by the didn't mean to- <laughs> community. that was not my intention but i'll read what you what you wrote says uh 
Turdette says uh, on Twitter, I ate a little weed butter on a chip, and now I realize everyone's reality is real. Or should I read it like, I ate a little no, no, weed no. butter on no. a chip? <laughs> no, bro. <laughs> everyone's reality is real. Everyone has a different world we live in. There's some overlap, like a Ben diagram, but with our universes. It's all chemistry. Everything we are seeing is only in our heads. And then I type back, uh, hi, I'm Ben Diagram. Because I, <laughs> you were going for Ben Diagram? But you wrote Ben with a capital B. And so I had to say that. Hi, yeah, I'm Ben I'm... Diagram. And then, and then a lot of people liked it. And you didn't like, you didn't like that. that. You didn't like that. Well, I just was trying to, <laughs> you know, when you have a, one of those moments where you're like, man, I really kind of figured this life thing it. out. Yeah. And then, and then everyone's then, like, hey, Ben Diagram, you fucking douchebag. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Uh, it's like you had a, a beautiful balloon and you were just looking at it and how excited you were. I was about running it. I with just, it in the wind. I, and I just came I was and running with a pin and I popped it. I'm like, pop. Yeah. That is what it was like. And but I, I just was trying to explain, you know, it, that you see. I, I mean, I don't even, I can't even visualize it now. Right, you're out. But at that moment. In there, you were in. I knew <laughs> that I had to say this out loud. And next time Malcolm asked if it was okay if he liked my tweet. Because he knows that you don't like that. I, I did do that too. <laughs> and you said, please don't do that. Please do not like that. And then, within like an hour, I don't know how long. Uh, all of a sudden, a new account pops up and jumps in and says, "Hi, I'm Ben Diagram," and it was, <laughs> it was a new Twitter account called Ben Diagram. The thing is, I understand what a Venn diagram is. You know? <laughs> it was a autocorrect or whatever you want to call it. Normally, I check tweet before I say it, but yes, did I eat some butter? Yeah. So, okay. You got me. The birth of Ben Diagram. You win. <laughs> I think I think we all win. That's what I think. Because we got your humor, of levity, your seriousness. And then you started retweeting just a picture of the people that liked it. These people like that. <laughs> Well, I just want them to know that I won't forget. <laughs> Have they been added to any sort of list? No, and you know, I was looking at my people to kill in 2038 list. I actually am not going to kill those people. Uh, that's not the type of people I want to kill. Well, I'm happy but to anyway. hear that, because I'm on that list. I know. That's just for silly. Yeah. But... 2038, people are going to die. It's just not going <laughs> to be you guys. In fact, you're safer on that list. Okay, well then I'm good. Yeah. I think I'm good. It's good to know. <clears throat> uh... Let's see. Uh... Oh, we got in, um, we hit the, I didn't know there was a max on DMs, but in our, uh, 
WoW Classic DM thread, I guess we hit the max and it's 50. Who knew? Yeah, so, we got to 50 and then I was trying to add Susan to figure out some shit because everyone's crying about fucking whatever and then I couldn't add anybody. And now we know. Why would they why would they do that, you think? Make a lit, make oh. a max 50. I don't know, maybe I don't know, there's got to be some good. I don't know. Maybe we I, could crash their shit. At any rate, we are uh, we're maxed out on that, and I don't know what to do about it. I mean, we more people are welcome. It's just we can't get you in that DM thread, I guess. If you if you come in <clears throat> at this point, I will talk to you personally, and we'll figure out what to do. Maybe yeah. we make you know you can I don't know fifty people is plenty. Oh sure, no, but I'm not. I, I'm just saying we're not turning anybody away. That I wanted to give them the reason. So, if somebody else wants in, you know, be aware we're not effing with you. We really can't put you in there because Twitter decided fifty is the max. And we, I know we've got, we do have a Discord to uh, to use, but um, it sucks because so many people are on Twitter, and you know, it's just, fifty people. It's a pain in the ass that we all know. We know each one of these people, right? Except for that one fuck who doesn't follow me. But uh, it's fine. And I think that's it. I guess while we're talking about it, I'm not anti people that don't listen to the show being in there. But I don't, but I do think it would be better for, you know, if it's people that listen to the show. Right now, it's 50 people that I know each one and I could tell you something about each one of them. Yeah. It and and I did not trying to say like, hey, you can't bring your brother in here or you know whatever, to you know my friend or my cousin. It's just uh, whatever. You know, I'm not gonna, I'm not being that guy like where you're not allowed. But whatever, just no. And and we could meet some great people that sure. that pulled someone from the side. You know, that's how you do meet people by not being scared of that shit. True. I agreed at the same time that the majority should be people that we already know. And, and part that's of that, what this is about. It's about a safe place for everyone to yeah. hang out. Part of that uh, that reasoning is there's a lot of inside jokes that if you don't listen, you're not going to get. I mean, even the name of the guild is an inside joke. You know? So that that's part of it. I'm not trying to steer anybody away. But maybe, and maybe bringing them in, they'll want to be listeners. I don't know. Uh, that's all. Um... I started watching this show on Netflix and I've only watched two or three episodes and I may not finish it, but I'd found it kind of interesting and it's called jailbirds. Uh, and it's, and you've seen shows like this, but, um, it's a woman's prison, like a real woman's prison. And they talk to them about how they do everything. And they are real. They are actually making toilet wine. They're showing it, you know, and they, they, everything is, through the toilet. I mean, I know, you know, toilet, whatever, you know, humor, whatever. They, uh, talk to each other through the toilets. And there's different levels on this prison, and some levels are men. And so they, you, they have to scoop all the water out of their toilet to get it, you know, down to where it's just the pipe. And if somebody else does that, they have, they can have like a toilet party line. 
where people can all talk to each other like a party line. But you got to stick your face in the toilet to do it. And it's it's the weirdest thing. Uh, And the other thing they do is they send things to each other through the toilet. And they take a t-shirt, rip it to tiny strips, tie it together, and they take five spoons. Not four, not six, but five. And they tie them to the end of this thing in such a way that um, when they flush the toilet, they're, it, it's able to push the spoons through and someone else, it goes into someone else's toilet and they can pull it out. And they send each other food and all kinds of shit this way. Like a bag of chips, like a little bag of chips through the toy toy. Uh, and it's also about their relationships and, you know, everything else. It just was pretty fascinating. Like how, you know, how humans find a way to communicate and trade and have a community even in this prison. So if you're interested, it was kind of a trippy show, but I've only seen two of them and it's not, it's not orange is the new black. It's real prison. Uh, so if you have a spare moment, give it a, give it a look. I don't know if I watch all of them, but just the, the way that they do things in there was crazy. Like sending each other messages and they call them kites, I guess. And there's people that like, there's this woman, for example, that's had like a year long relationship with a guy on the floor above talking through the toilet and sending love notes through the toilet that she's never seen. She's never met him. Doesn't know what he, you know, but they're in love and shit. It's crazy. I just, I wrote that down to just pass along to people. Sauce's wife is a prison guard. That's right. I forgot about that. That explains her toilet stuff. That explains her toilet stuff? Her, you know, her toilet fetish. <laughs> oh? Her toilet <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's right. King Tyro Third, you must have, you've seen it. He says some inmates stack toilet paper rolls so they don't have to stick their head in the toilet. Yeah. They'll do it with, like, toilet paper rolls or paper cups. Like, tape them together to make a tube that they can put in the toilet to talk. And then... Yeah, to hang up, you flush your toilet. What about that, that's it, it's true, and that's right. I think it is in Sacramento, isn't it? You found it interesting, yeah. I, I I was kind of fascinated by it once they started doing getting into all that stuff. Oh, that remind me, the Sacramento Kings is a basketball team. Mm-hmm. They don't. What about them? They still play basketball. Yeah, they just don't do it very well. Okay. <laughs> But feel free if you want to turn that talking about getting some not warriors stuff wearing it around me. Toronto. Well, I'm a, I'm a, I've actually been a Velociraptor fan for a long time. <laughs> the Toronto Velociraptors? Yeah. I've been a Velociraptor fan since before you guys known anything. So Big supporter. Um, That actually jibes with, the, with something I was going to throw in here today. So, uh, Paul Pierce, and I, you know, you heard about this and then don't, you know, if you haven't, if you've heard already, don't, don't spoil it. Cause I'm sure Turdad has it, but I'm sitting here watching my NBA this week. Uh, and not looking so good from, for my guys and that's fine. Uh, they've had a, a slew of good luck and whatever. So, uh, you know, if Toronto wins, Toronto wins great. So that's neither here nor there. And this isn't, this is sports related, but it's not, you know, I'm not, it's not what you think. Um, I guess it was in 2008 in the NBA finals, 
Paul Pierce, who's now a commentator, who's on the pregame show for the NBA Finals, um, he fell, and it looked like he, in, the, in the 2008, in the Finals, he fell, and it looked like he hurt his shoulder. Like, he fell down onto his shoulder. And they had to, for some reason, wheel him out in a wheelchair, which didn't really make any sense to anyone because he fell on his shoulder. So why couldn't you walk out of the, you know, why did you have to get wheeled out in a wheelchair? They're like, they literally picked him up and set him in a wheelchair and and rolled him out. And there's speculation about this for the past 10 years. For some particular reason, which I still don't understand, he decided in the pregame of the NBA Finals, it was on uh, the other day, to clear this up. And I don't understand why he would do this, but this is what he did. This is what he said about why he was wheeled out in a wheelchair. I have a confession to make. Whoa. I just had to go to a bathroom. A number a one or a I had to go two. to the bathroom. But why did you need a wheelchair to get to the bathroom? It was that bad. I, it was something went down. I had to <laughs> go to the bathroom. Oh, <laughs> you were streaking. Okay. Anywho, deuce, uh, huh? injuries. That's it. He pooped his pants. <laughs> and and he was and this is when he was with Boston Celtics and they were they at their their home uniforms were white shorts white. Mm-hmm. He shit his pants and had to get out of there because there you could I'm sure you'd be able to see it. So he couldn't walk out. He <laughs> had he had them get a wheelchair and put him in the wheelchair and wheel him out. Now bear in mind. Meanwhile, he's making all kinds of agonized faces while he's down on the floor. And when they put him in the wheelchair and they're showing him as they wheel him out and he looks like he's in agony and everyone's wondering, dude, if you hurt your shoulder, why are you in a wheelchair? And that's why. And this gets more interesting. Uh, here's a little bit of an expansion on it. Uh, this, this occurred after the game because again, no one really understood why he would choose this time, but here. Jalen, what were your thoughts about this joke from Paul? I was like, let, let me get this right. You're an adult, and you're still using the bathroom on yourself during a basketball game? Imagine him going into the back and having to pull off his tights and off his game shorts, and he has street marks in them. This dude is a champion. This dude is a Hall of Famer. And that looks more like a dude that has to go to the bathroom. It's more to it than that. That dude look like he's about to go to surgery right now. <laughs> Open heart surgery. Okay? So it, I, it's one thing to have to go to the bathroom, but once you get to the back, you got to find a way to jump out of the wheelchair and own it. But this is why I love Paul Pierce, because he's honest, brutally honest. Again, it was 2008 this happened, and so he just decided for some reason this week to tell everybody that he pooped his pants and uh, had to go to the and, wheelchair. You know, the people were like dissecting the images yes. of that for forever. And <laughs> you can kind of detect the little nickel sized hot dot thing that he had going on. Dude, I watched one today where the guy goes through the footage from 2008. And he's, and you can see little moments. He pauses it and then like explains and then moves on. And I, I would have used some of the audio, but it just made no sense without the video. But he's like pausing it where he's like, okay, here he is, the free throw line. Watch him grab his stomach right there. And he winces and he looks like he's got diarrhea. I think he's got diarrhea, you know, and they're, they're like exploring <laughs> the whole thing. <laughs>
but uh it did make me think like what do you do what could you do uh you know you're a nat this is like national television in the finals where it's like a lot of people are watching and you just pooped your pants while you're out there in front of everybody what do you do oh i forgot almost the best part the (laughs) there has been backlash about this where like um was it ESPN or somewhere like they informed their personnel to not confirm that this story is true. Mm. Like you can't, you know, you can discuss it, but you can't verify that that's what happened. Not only that, after he was on national television, Paul Pierce and said all this stuff, he got on Twitter and denied it. He's like, Oh, I didn't, sh- you know, there was no, no poop in yeah. my pants that day. I didn't poop my pants. It's like the only shitting I did was on was know, on the other team. the other team. Yeah, I can't remember who they're playing. <laughs> so it's like it's this weird like poop gate, you know, where it's like did he or didn't he? He just said he did, but now like he's everyone's you know saying you can't talk about that. You're not allowed to talk about poop in your pants. Yeah, and I also had to wait because I didn't want to play in the pre-show for this clip that I pulled out of there. You're an adult and you're still using the bathroom on yourself. You're still using the bathroom on yourself. <laughs> Enjoyed that too. Well, not on purpose. I know, and that was the other thing. Like, it didn't make you know. Why are you? <laughs> why are you coming down on this guy that didn't feel well and had an accident? <laughs> <clears throat> there was a much longer like ESPN involved clip where there's you know it's basically four guys sitting around talking, and it was like. uh we, you know, and they went there, they went around and did the whole like, we've all had accidents. There's been an accidents. <laughs> Just to hear grown men sitting around on like a national, you know, thing and talking about it. Uh, but again, why say anything about it? It was 10 years ago. I had completely forgotten about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, Let's see. I got. Oh, what do I want to play for you? Yeah, we've been, we've all been axe throwing, right? I can't remember if we were all there. I was, yeah. Yeah. It has always struck me a little weird that somehow that that is allowed, like drinking and throwing axes and shit. Uh. And it's not a big deal, but it just seems, you know, one of those things like I would never expect uh, a state or a city to say, yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. Give a bunch of drunk people bladed weapons to throw them. Um, this happened at an axe throwing place. Also, if my voice sounds a little weird, it's because I bit my fucking tongue and I just did it again a minute ago. So mm-hmm. I'm having problems. Like it's the same spot. I keep biting it. I don't know why. Anyway, excellent. It's the latest rage at bars. For a fee, you and your friends can rent a lane and hurl an axe toward a big wooden target. For almost a year, they've flown through the air at Axe and Ale in St. Petersburg. When she got there, she asked if I was the lady who loaned out axes. Owner Michelle Simpson tells me this woman, police ID is Victoria Morley, showed up early Friday night holding two machetes. I didn't know exactly what to say. Um, I, I asked her to put them down. Uh, and she didn't want to do that. And so I told her I would need her to um, move off the property. 
Morley started to go. She put the blades together and made the blade sound and then proceeded to tell people that she had killed over 100 people with these and that everybody should just leave her alone. And people were scared. The fun atmosphere turned tense. She uh, gave the impression that she had used those machetes before and it disturbed the peace there. So Michelle walked Victoria to the back parking lot as she called 911, concerned this woman with the machetes could do some serious harm. She told me if I followed her that she would kill me, but uh, she actually had them um, with ropes on her. The machetes had ropes around the handles. She kept her distance, spotted an officer who promptly took charge. And if you decide to throw an axe here... No knives, no machetes, no throwing stars. She's rolled in with two machetes. <clears throat> That's fucked up. Said I've killed, I've killed hundreds of people with these or whatever. Uh huh. <laughs> Could you leave the property, please? I guess. Okay. Um, I bought a nice, like knife, like kitchen knife mm-hmm. from a place in Oakland, and uh, I was just curious because they do sharpening. I was like, hey, I got a samurai sword. Well, you know, how much to sharpen that bitch? And they said, no weapon. We don't do weapons oh. you know, <laughs> here. Hmm. And then I noticed a sign later, like, we don't sharpen anything that would hurt someone. Well, and then they kind of made fun of me, like, you should probably know how to sharpen your own sword if you have a samurai sword. <laughs> and I was like, okay, you know. Well, whatever. <laughs> Getting talked down to by the fucking sharpening police. Yeah. I mean, I get where they're coming from, but you could fucking hurt somebody with anything that you sharpen. So whatever. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. As Peel says, yeah. The blade sound. She made the, the blade sound. Blade like, sound. Ching. I, I want to know if she did that with her mouth or she like made the. Me too. Sort of did she scrape them together like zink, or right. did she, you know. <laughs> Do you remember boys, that? Boys, when we went, what's that? Sorry. In uh, what was it? Louisville. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was talking about. We had a our our lady was a transvestite. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Is that a bad? Not bad to say transvestite. She doesn't. No. Uh, no, she was a nice person. It was a guy mm-hmm. that. She was a nice person. She wasn't, uh, and it's not for me to judge, you know, but, um, in that particular case, it was, it, it was, how do I want to put it? It seemed like kind of low effort, not a lot of effort. That's all. To be a woman? It was just sort of like, yeah, you know, not, I mean, I don't know. I, I'm probably treading into deep water here that I don't want to tread in because I'm not here to judge anybody. It's just, it just didn't seem like a like like uh, much time was invested. That's all, and I could be remembering this wrong. I mean, everyone can try and do whatever they want. I know. I agree. I wasn't saying it, that to be derogatory, but I, just, I mean, she wasn't. Yeah. Well, okay. It it reminds me of when I was I was a little kid, and it was the first person first time I ever had seen a. Uh, transvestite. Uh, and I was in San Francisco. And the reason I was there, and I can't remember how old I was. Uh, it was really young, though. 
and it was like I must have been like five or something. And the reason I was there was because my for some reason my mom's dentist was there, and she went to San Francisco to to go to this dentist. And there was a guy that was uh basically it was it was a guy that didn't even didn't put the effort in to even shave his legs and uh had like a five o'clock shadow, but was trans was a trans person. And uh I just remember looking at it and not understanding it. And now of course I've got a different feel on the whole thing. And I apologize if I'm being offensive, it's not what I'm intending to do. But Yeah, we're not trying but you know, it's it is odd. Well, it's when you're a little kid, it's, it's, it, yeah, I guess ultimately you're right. It's says trans or cross-dresser. I don't know. I really don't know. Transgender. Yeah, that's what I'm going for. Transgender. What we want to say is that we're, de- we're okay with you doing yeah. whatever you want. Yes. Absolutely. Do I do it? Do I understand everything? No, I don't understand everything. Yeah. When I was a little kid, that was when I was, I, I remember asking questions like, What's going, you know, what's going on with this? I don't even remember what the responses were. My mom is very good at that stuff. So my rule is I want everyone to be happy. Yeah. As, as happy as they can be. Agreed. Except for chum molesters, I guess. I don't want them happy at all. No. I don't like that. <laughs> um, but no, it doesn't, it's not something that bothers me or whatever. I it's but I I guess what I'm saying is, is sometimes I'm incredibly impressed by someone who is transgender and they're like cuz it is a lot I mean I think it's a lot of effort you know it's it's not an easy thing to do uh to live your life that way and be judged by people and whatever um and then there's sometimes like it feel it feels like you see someone who's just kind of whatever and that's fine too I'm not I shouldn't be judging anybody I really debated on not playing this next clip because it's not a happy story. Um, so I'm sort of on the fence with it, but it, um, no one dies, uh, but it is a rapist and a guy rapes somebody. But the reason you'll, I know it's terrible, but you'll know the reason why I'm playing it. I may not even play the whole thing. Um, and it's so tough for me to shy away from, this part of this story. So just, it's another, uh, you know, sword type story. Brenda, Chris, this is the Sterling Gate subdivision. Police say a Florida man raped one woman for attacking her and another woman with a sword. Here's a... Okay. You understand? Sword. It's not even, it's not even close to the way you should say it. Woman with a sword. Yeah, he ruined it. He says it one more time. And, you know, we don't need to hear the whole story, but just until he says it again. There's a photo of the suspect right here, 36-year-old Leland Kroll Arwine of Panama City Beach. Police say Arwine drove all the way from Florida to a house on Kensington Lane in Alabaster. Two women were inside, and police tell me Arwine knew one of those women According to officers, late Saturday night, Arwine raped one of the women and attempted to rape the second woman. And police say when Arwine pulled out that sword, the two women... All right, that's enough. Sword. Swords, swords, swords. You Sorry, might want to... The people that... That guy might need to be looked at. He could be an alien. The guy that's saying that? 
Yeah. The sword. How do you get (laughs) through your whole life? Not only get through your whole life, but you're on TV as a broadcaster, a news person who I would assume has some sort of degree in journalism or maybe went to a broadcast school and you got that far in life and you're saying swords. What? What? How do you get there? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, like, one time I would say maybe made a mistake, but twice. Yeah, he said it twice. twice. Yeah. Well, it's like you read it and you never heard of a sword before. Because there are certain words where, like, I, I read them by syllable. It, dude, so you're like, doing. If I, I start it wrong, but then I. No. You're doing a whole story about the, you know, one of the focuses of the story the is the guy with the sword. King Tyler III says restart it. I'll just play it to the force, first. Force, force. Oh, that was wrong. Excuse me. Um, yeah, I don't know how you get on the news with that. Brenda, Chris, this is the Sterling Gate subdivision. Police say a Florida man raped one woman for attacking her and another woman with a sword. Come on. You're an adult and you're still using the bathroom on yourself? I don't know. If this you see that? Idea. There was some viral thing going around. A guy talking to a chick on the radio and he's like, You don't catch? You don't catch your doo doo? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I did see that. <laughs> and he, he was catches. Like a- <laughs> he takes it. He catches it. It was a guy and a girl, and I think it's a podcast. But it might be a radio show. I don't know. But how the conversation got to that, I can't remember. I think it was like, maybe they're talking about splashback or something. Yeah, whatever. Splashing up or whatever. I mean, it's gross. I'm sorry. But the guy out of the blue is like, uh, how would that ever happen? You catch it. You catch it. It never, it doesn't do that. And she's like, what are you talking about? He's like, you catch your, you catch your doo-doo. And and then she actually has a moment of clarity. She's where she's kind of like, "Am I really about to hear what I think <laughs> I'm? You know, is this real? Like, am I about to really hear this?" And he's like, and he really does. He's like, "You don't catch your doo doo." Like he's gone through his whole life catching his doo doo before it hits the water for some reason, and he doesn't understand that the rest of the world doesn't operate that way. Like he looks around, like, "Dude, are you all crazy?" Everyone catches her doo doo, and she can't. She can't. She can't handle it. She she loses it. That's the best kind of catch because that's like finding a tribe of something in a deep jungle. <laughs> yeah, you know, and you're like, and they're like, they don't even know what's going on, and you're like, what? And you're like, you know what? They're exactly the same as everyone else I've ever met, except they catch their doo doo. I've never seen this that guy. Before. is a doo doo catcher. Doo doo catch. <laughs> It was the weirdest thing. It, and, you know, it almost made me think it's not real. But when you do watch the video of it, and you can find it, I'm, I don't know what you search for. Good luck. That one you may want to go incognito for on Google. <laughs> <laughs> but when you see it, he, he, his face looks so honest and earnest and like just flabbergasted that, that, you know, like, like the rest, you're the crazy ones. Like you're crazy. Everybody does this. Reminds me, there's an old Reddit story. I don't know. I probably shouldn't talk about it. Now I kind of have to. 
Well, it's just another doo-doo. It's just another doo-doo thing. It's just so much doo-doo. But uh, <laughs> you ever hear the story about the poop knife? No. <laughs> Some guy on Reddit. And I, I'm going to F up the story. But basically, they had bad plumbing or something. And they kept a knife in the bathroom to cut up doo-doo to get it to go down. I guess maybe their whole family took big doo-doos. And so finally this guy lived his whole life and he goes over to somebody's house and he has to go to the bathroom and he does and he comes out and he says, where's your, uh, where's your doo-doo knife, your poop knife. And he basically has the same realization. Like everyone is like, what the fuck are you talking about? And he's like, your poop knife, the knife you keep in your bathroom to cut your poop up. So it'll go down. <laughs> and he, it's the same story except it's that. And it's like, dude, no one has that. Your your family's nuts. Like, no one keeps a knife in their bathroom for their poop. That's why you got to go out. You got to <laughs> hang out with normal humans. You got to go out of your mingle circle. with with humans <laughs> because otherwise you're dealing with you. Don't, you never know what you're doing. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had some story that I you know where I've encountered something like that. Although I do remember, like, um, I mentioned before when I was growing up, um, one of my best friends was, um, Indian, like from his parents were like straight from India. And, uh, um, it was interesting, like hanging out with them and going to his house because they, and I don't know how stereotypical this is or not, but they were extremely, um, cheap. No, no, actually his, his father was like a nuclear something or other. I can't remember. They were loaded, but, uh, they were extremely, um, God, why can't I think of the word? Um, when you have to do the, not, not when you have to do the same things over and over, but when you believe, you know, like throw salt over your shoulder, what's that called again? I can't, I don't know why I can't pull that word. Superstitious. Superstitious. Extremely superstitious. Uh, you have to cut your nails on a Tuesday because it's good luck. Um, and one time, and you know, we used to, this is like little kid stuff. We used to go get comic books or whatever. So one time we're in his room and, um, he's sitting on the floor and I'm not like lying down on his bed, but like I'm, I'm on his bed, like reading a comic book and I get off of his bed on the right side. I can't remember if it was the right or left, honestly. And he's like, dude, whoa, what are you doing? I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, you have to get off on the left side. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, that's bad luck. And so then <laughs> I get back on and I get off on the left side. He's like, dude, now you made it worse. Now you, yeah. and I, and it was just like one of those things where I'm like that he lives his entire life like this. And so do his parents. Like they just live that way, like superstitious about all kinds of shit. And he wasn't joking. He was serious. Uh, like it's a big deal. No, it's the same with any. I don't want to say religion, but come on. Oh, I know, I know where you're going with this. I I understand. Um, and there's a corollary to be made there, sure. But uh, it was just so odd because it it was small everyday things. Because then I asked him about it, and he told me like a laundry list of shit. Um, you know, I can't. I have no recollection of all the different things, but there was a ton of shit. Like certain days to do certain things and whatever. Can I ask you something real quick between the two of you? Are you are we animals? I mean, uh, in, 
in what way? Yeah, yeah what, what way do you mean? mean? No, no, no. Essentially, yes. yes. Pretty yeah. straightforward. Essentially, okay. yes. We're animals. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. Then good. That's all I need to Uh, BGO says, I had a friend who would freak out about black cats. If one crossed the road, I had to stop and turn around and go a different way. Dude, don't surround yourself with people like that. Like, you need to move away from them. Anyone that's uh, crazy about weird shit, (laughs) just say, hey, look, dude. You you seem like a nice guy, but you're insane. I gotta get out of this. How do I get out of this? (laughs) I'm concerned that you're making decisions based on blank, and it's not right. Right. Uh, Yeah, it's it's interesting. I have no idea if that was a cultural thing or what, but it was, you know, it took a while to even get to that. Like, it's not like he told me that when we first became friends or whatever, we were friends for a long time. And then all of a sudden I'm finding out it's like kind of on the DL. Good luck, bad luck, whatever trip. Oh yeah. Some dude says, uh, there's an article that Meech, I guess was who mentioned it first, some dude or Meech, but anyway, it was, um, it was a thing about how uh it says millennials are not as good at like craftsman type stuff as uh let's see what was it I saw that you saw that baby boomers taught i guess basically their parents are not teaching them the the proper skills like and there was a list of shit it was like how to jump start a car how to and it, but it was all really dumb stuff like it said like emergencies, but the, uh, none of the 10 things they listed were an emergency. One of them was unclogging toilets, like how to unclog a toilet. And I'm kind yeah. of flabbergasted because there's so many things in there. Like, how do you live your life without knowing how to do some of the things that were mentioned? I almost need to find it. Now. Well, who taught you how to unclog a toilet? I mean, it really wasn't. I don't know if anyone had to teach me. It's a fucking plunger. And you use it, and it unclogs it. I don't know, you know? Well, I find that, uh, like, uh, <laughs> like uh, get in there, and you do, like, a tu-tu-tu-tu-tu-tu. It's not a tu-tu-cha-pa-hoo-cha-ta-boo-cha. It's more like a cha-cha-cha-cha-cha. You know? I can pull out some doo-doo. I mean, I can unclog a toilet, I think. As good as anybody. Sure. Uh, I just kind of was like, let me I, I, let's see if I can find it. Here, here it is. Um, these are the D, DIY emergencies that they mentioned. Change a car, uh, tire at the side of the road. That's one. Uh, reset a tripped circuit breaker. Jumpstart a dead car battery. <clears throat> Unblock a toilet or sink, restart a stopped furnace, repair a flat tire in your child's bike, and open a stuck pickle jar using only your hands. These are the quote-unquote emergencies that they mention in this little thing. I could do all those, except for, I don't know about a furnace. That's the one I didn't know either. I'm glad you said that. That's the only one I'm like... That's the the one I tripped up on, too. What does that even mean? I've never had to restart my furnace. It's I believe it's the pilot light in a a gas furnace. That's what I think it is. I don't think I... And and Meech brought up a a really good point when we were talking about this. You know, we're in a generation now where you can YouTube anything. Like, 
anything that happens like this, you can have the, it's like the matrix. You can have the answer in minutes. You just go boop, boop, boop. I know. And now I know how to change a tire. You know what I mean? Dude, my motorcycle, I, there was a hose that fell off my motorcycle and I put on Reddit like, Hey, I don't know where this hose went, but it's fell off my motorcycle. Please help me. And instantly they're like, this is this. Click it on here and cut that off and you're good. Yeah. Yeah. There's no, uh, it is amazing what you can find. Dude. I'm trying to remember the last thing that I, I mean, but I've, you know, I've been there. Like I, I was like, Oh fuck, this is, you know, this is broken. Boop, boop, boop. No. It, oh, that's how you fix it. It's Dude, I watched, there'll be a thousand people that have fixed I, it a hundred yeah. times. You know. And I watched the matrix the other day as well, like a week or two ago, I guess. And it is, it's getting close to that. I mean, you can't learn fucking Kung Fu in uh, 10 seconds, but, um, it's not quite at that level, but you know, she picks up the phone to learn how to fly a helicopter at one point, you know, we're getting closer to that. Like, uh, how do I, you know, how do I rebuild these brakes on my car? Well, if we had a link, if our brain had a link, instead of having to Google shit and read it. Yeah. You know, that's not far off. <clears throat> but, uh, so this list, change a tire at the side of the road. It's not uh-huh. rocket science, but again, like I'm, I'm, I'm struggling to figure out how you live your life not knowing a, a lot of these things. I mean, I, I, if you haven't changed the car tire, that's fine. You know, whatever, call your AAA, but I mean, it is, well. it is now hard. You've got to admit that a lot of people probably haven't changed a tire on the freeway. Well, they just say on the side, I mean, wherever it is, side of the road. But, yeah. Um, I could see in these times just calling, like, a car, you know, AAA or whatever you got. In uh, fact, hmm? not to minimize your story, but I think I can, I think I've done it once. Oh, I've done it ten times, probably. And I Change could the tire call on the on the side of the road. Yeah, yeah. In my life, I mean, probably that many. Hmm. Um, and I have AAA, and I could call AAA to do that. But then I'm there. Then I'm sitting there for like two hours, waiting for them to, you know. It takes like it's seriously, you know, without any complications, it takes less than ten minutes, like maybe even five. If- if you have a tire ready to go, that's well, ready. Yeah, and the trunk, you if you don't have a spare, you're an idiot. Well, that's not always true. Uh, I think it's always true. That one I think is true. <laughs> if you're driving around in a car with no spare, it, it, you know, then you're fucked. Because what's AAA going to change? Well, you the gotta, AAA, I, I don't know. They but, don't roll around with, like, your size tire on the back of their car, on the back of their truck. <laughs> What about a donut? What if you got a donut? That's what I'm talking about. You don't need like a full spare. You just need something the to get you back. Fine. You just can't go over a certain speed with it. Right. You're supposed well, to fucking go like to. 45 miles an hour. Yeah, yeah but that beats That's going zero miles you an hour. <laughs> you go 45 miles an hour to a tire shop and get a new tire. Uh, yeah. it, somebody says some cars don't have spares. Not even a donut? Some don't. Nope. That's really dumb. I would not. I would not. Some I new ones have like a uh, 
the crank where it like drops from underneath. Some it's weird shit going on. I'm not even sure mine has. I'll look tomorrow. Under the I don't know. Under the trunk. Under the trunk is like nine. I mean, I don't know. I would until now. I would have said a hundred percent have them. But that's where they're at. You know, like you lift the the carpet basically up in your trunk, and it should be under there. Um. But I, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't do driving around a car every day without a spare. That just seems crazy to me. Then you're just asking to get stuck and, you know, then you don't know. I don't know. I mean, you might be able to call AAA and they could tow you, but to have them come out and bring you a tire is a big deal. And then I had this happen with a battery before because then they can kind of charge you whatever they want. <laughs> when they get you between a rock and a hard place and you need something, uh, that's when they can really fuck you. But, okay, so the second one was reset a trip circuit breaker. I can understand not knowing that, especially if you live in an apartment all your life. You just have never had to deal with it. But if you've ever lived in a house, I I would expect someone to be able to know how to do that. Yeah, you look for the jiggly one, and you reset it. And again, not not rocket science. Like You just need to know where your circuit breaker panel is. You should know enough that what it is and where it mm-hmm. is because you might have to turn it off on purpose to sure you know do whatever change a light uh, fixture or something jump start a dead battery i'll be honest with you um that is so rare for me that i do look it up to make sure i'm doing it right <laughs> you know like the positive on the like just the order uh you know the which one? Where? Which one do I do first? So I have positive on the thing, and then the ground, and then the whatever. Um, but yeah, you want to know? I was. Uh, I'm confident uh, charging batteries. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I just this that. But when it came to my motorcycle, I didn't know. Mm-hmm. So I googled it, and it's different. I wouldn't you know. Don't, either. You don't put. Uh, you put the black uh, connector on, but you put the red one. On part of the frame. Well, that's what you, you don't do. Put with, it, you don't put it on the battery. That's what you do with cars, but it's not the red one. It's the it's the black one. Or the ground. It is. The ground goes on um, part of the frame, and the red goes on the positive terminal. Right. But anyway, that it, that one's it's easily Googleable, and 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 well, I've you don't have to do it that much, so it's not something that unless you kind of try to remember it, you know. So I'll I have looked that one up before, but I but I could get you know I could get by without having to if I needed to I would figure it out. Unblock a toilet or a sink. I mean that if you can't if you've never had to do that in your life, then uh, hats off to your butler or whatever. Well, what about a sink? <laughs> a sink. Uh, Sink's a little. Some different. of them. Some of them you pour Drano. Some of you don't. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's, so you're it's, not supposed to pour Drano in the uh, snake. Get a slow snake. Yeah. Get a snake. I've unclogged a sink with a plunger before. I mean, it works, but it's it's especially if you get people with long hair in the house. <laughs> yeah. Um, restart a stop furnace. I think we we talked about that one. That that one I think is just relighting the pilot light. If if that's what they're talking about, but I would I would have to Google that. Who has a furnace? What is that? Everyone's got a furnace. What do you? I, heat your house? I don't have a furnace. What? what do how do you? Furnace? How do you heat your house? I don't have a furnace. I have a water heater. What? How do you oh, heat you mean- the house? <laughs> Does hot air blow out of vents when it's There's cold? There's two outside? different things. <laughs> one to heat your water, one to heat your house. I do have a water heater, and I do have a heater. 
That's Uranus. furnace. Do I, have, yeah. I guess that's my furnace. Yeah. Where is it? In the garage. Huh. Uh, if you're living in a house without a furnace, you would know. <laughs> You'd be bummed out in the wintertime. Um, repair a flat tire on your child's bike. I mean, I don't know. Who? How hard is you know? How, how hard is? Well, it? you gotta you gotta use on like some pry bars to pull the tire off. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you gotta the get beach, the tire the off, yeah. and you gotta, and then you gotta it. stick a new tire in, and put the little nozzle through the hole. Right. Yes. It just doesn't seem hey, that, that tough. Yes, sir. Do you want a signet? You want a autograph from that guy near my work? <laughs> I don't. I don't need a. a I'll walk my ass over there and I'll fucking get one. <laughs> I don't need one. I know you don't need one, but I know who he is. But if you want one, I will fucking handle it. <laughs> okay. A famous fast bicyclist, fast Freddy. Fast Freddy, yeah. I looked him up too after you said that, and I was like, "Who's over here in this fucking my little shithole?" And I'll I was like, "Oh, he is." Next time, Malcolm says, "Turdette's in an odd zone right now." Uh, <laughs> Alternator says, "Who has a sump pump?" Yeah, that's something I don't have because we, we don't have basement. We don't have basement. You know, as a sump pump is V, uh, V, or like anyone in Aust in Aust or in uh, Texas, they get flooded. But they won't move. They just live there. <laughs> they refuse to move. It's like someone in a, a hurricane tor- a tornado alley. Like, oh, no, this is fine. Everything's cool. <laughs> but My so he has a sump pump. Whatever. He said he didn't because his house was built in 64. I think my house is built right around that time and has a sump pump. Like built into it? What do you yeah, mean? Yeah, I mean, pump? it's what do you- so. There's tile all the way around the bottom of the basement that directs the water. You know, it collects the water, puts it into the sump pump, the sump pump um, pumps it out to the street or to the, your front yard or to wherever. So it's just like a, a tile system that, so the water doesn't sit against your brick mm. in the basement. But it's built into the house kind of thing. Yeah, it's just, it sits in the floor, the basement floor. Ah, like okay. There's a, Got it. a giant hole where it, it puts directs the water into it like it's just a big basin. Got yeah. it. And there's a pump. And it, it's a pump. Street? It's got like a float, and once it gets too full, it just kicks on and pumps it all out. You think it's, you can pump shit in the street? It's near... It, it's, it dumps it on my front yard, basically. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's hard to even find a house with a basement out here. Um, when I was looking at houses, I almost bought one with a basement just because I liked it so much. But otherwise, the house was terrible. <laughs> uh, but you, it's just really, really rare to find them here. I don't really understand why either. Because I, I, I don't know. Just seems like it would be cool. I always wanted to have a house with a basement. But they just don't exist. It's great for just dumping all your shit in there. Yeah, it was just more space. (laughs) And never touching it again. Well, I went to my friend's house the other day. 
and because he, he wanted me to look at something. But then I went to his garage, dude. It was just jammed, you know, with mm-hmm. bins full of. There was no garage. You couldn't pull a car in there. I don't yeah, know. I've I've gotten rid of all that shit, basically. Uh, you know, it, it, there's just stuff you don't touch, and then like it'll sit there for twenty years, and you just will never use it. Like I don't need this. Exxon says I'm in my basement right now. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make it makes sense to me to have a basement because it's basically more area in the same amount of you know same amount of footprint. But whatever. Well, not he's not in his basement. He's in his wife's basement. <laughs> is is that how it works over there? Okay. Yeah, sometimes doesn't run a show up there. But hey, alternator. You have a basement? I don't know. I mean that he lives in that neck of the woods, so everybody does. Like my family that lives there, all all of them have basements. What do you mean, Kentucky? In Alternator is alternators up in the alternators middle, Minnesota Minnesota area. Uh, you know what, what they do in the basement over there? If what freezes? If the ground freezes, you probably need a basement. The basement is for KKK meetings. <laughs> That's all that the, they do in the in Midwest. No, it's also um, a, a a really sort of economical. In the summertime, when it's hot and fucking humid, the basement is cool. And you can hang out in the basement and why you know, a lot of people have like a couch and a TV and whatever, and that turns into their like summertime living room. You know what I mean? Mm-mm. How yes, can you not of, know what I mean? Tons of finished basements. Yeah. Where it's like it's like ten degrees cooler just because it's you know, underground. So when it's fucking eighty five outside and a hundred percent humidity, you can go into the basement and be more comfortable. My house has one room kind of finished in the basement sort of what does that mean well i think it was owned by the a church it was a parsonage and i think they had meetings or some bullshit down there it's probably some dead dead kids in there you maybe just, since you said meetings you're just feeding him what he wants <laughs> well i mean you're gonna have a church meeting but it had like so there's i don't know it's just like framed out and then it's finished and it had carpet down there. Carpet's nice. I had yeah. to turn it out there. When I, when I would stay at my aunt's house, um, they would put me in the basement and I thought it was awesome because basically it was like my own mini house inside their house. You know, you can ha- add like my own TV, couch, everything. Like a little, it's like a little Airbnb. And I would just stay down there. <clears throat> You're an adult and you still using the bathroom on yourself? I wouldn't consider mine nice enough to live down there. But, but you could finish it out if you wanted but to. But other ones Whatever. do. do. Yeah, and I a love- lot of people, people do like walkout basements around here too. Which I love, makes it- I love that this guy thinks he never should himself. Like you never have a bad thing. <laughs> that's what I. That's why I love it. You an adult, and you doing bathroom on yourself. Dude, you an adult, hang it. and you still using the bathroom on yourself. Using the no, bathroom bro. on yourself. He hang clearly it. did not 
intend to do that. Come up, come to a fucking meetup and the, and see if you don't bathroom on yourself in a fucking ten seconds. Come to Boston, you little jerk. Bathroom on yourself. <laughs> How about I'll show you who Mandy? You know. Yeah, dude, come come get humbled. Humble your, you know, that's a humbling experience. That when everyone you in that. Yourself. Everyone in the meetups is great, you know? We all bathroom and ourselves. We can bathroom on myself. I don't give a shit. I bathroom myself whenever I want. I go to Buffalo Wild Wings right after I bathroom on myself. <laughs> Fucking d- donut place. <laughs> I'm not having this guy judge me. Uh, I'm not going to have this guy judge me. <laughs> That's what we don't do. <laughs> you're an adult and you're still using the bathroom on yourself no 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 this guy's an idiot do you think like he it. wanted to bathroom on himself do you think that's what he was that's what his goal was right, Dude, he was in the yeah. NBA finals in front of millions of people watching him and he wants to bathroom on himself that's what he you're saying exactly just like walk off the court either Yeah, he's a fucking extreme athlete Right, you know these guys bathroom on themselves sometimes. He's fine tuned, and once you get to like the finals, you're playing hurt. You're playing with the flu. You're playing with whatever you got because it's the last series, and you're playing for the title. And this so, yeah. asshole on the TV thinks he can fucking judge someone. Motherfucker. Yeah. Occasionally, there's a guy that's giving it his all, and he's gonna bathroom on himself. Okay, and he doesn't want to be disrespectful and show everybody his problem so he got a wheelchair you got him take him out on a wheelchair and the guy is so honest that 10 years later bring it up he comes clean he He comes clean a bathroom on myself (laughs) who calls a bathrooming on (laughs) i knew a guy in high school he said he went skiing he got to the top of the lift and then he had a D, he had to take a deuce. So there's nothing he can do, you know? <clears throat> so he, t- he took a big D in his pants. I don't know if it was all like a big, <laughs> you know, it was a big deuce in Probably. his pants. Yeah. It's like hanging down. You don't want to sit down. If you fall, it's smushing everywhere. Uh, by the uh, way, I was I was gonna say, um, I didn't have it in this clip, but when they did talk about it on ESPN, there were <clears throat> two or three guys that were in this sort of huddle of guys talking about it, saying like in the NFL it happens all the time. Like you can't leave whatever, guys will poop their pants. Like they just it just happens. You don't feel well, you just you still play. Uh, you know, the only thing with that is like they're wearing so much gear and whatever, plus they're falling in dirt and getting dirt all over themselves that you wouldn't notice it. But in his case, he's playing basketball. There's no dirt. So if he's got a hot dot and he's wearing white shorts, <laughs> you know, he's got to get out of there. That's yeah. all. Uh, I know people were talking about. Like, there was talks about whale watching or whatever in Boston, which 
Oh. I, I'm out on because um, I, we have them out here and I've done it a bunch of times. And, you know, it's cool or whatever. And there's also horror stories of like, um, I think it might have been in the uh, the Bear D&B's thread that we were talking about. Or maybe it was the Boston thread. I don't remember. But um, <clears throat> of like a bar for Rama, you know, you go out. And it's choppy, and then people are just throwing up. X now Malcolm, I know, said uh, um, that happened to him one time. Like he went out whale watching, and he was just vomiting like the whole time. And it happens because when it's choppy, they'll still go, and they they want their money. They're not going to tell you like, "Hey, everyone's probably going to barf." They just go. Um, and I went on one where I didn't barf, but I didn't feel <clears> great. But <laughs> they served a big fat hot breakfast on the boat to everybody. And and then, you know, on the way out there, it got choppy, and everybody was ralphing. And it was uh-huh. miserable. Like, even for me, and I, I don't get sick like that very much, because there's no way to get off. Like, you're going out there for, like, four hours, and, you know, that's your, now you're in, like, a torture chamber. <clears throat> um, That didn't happen in this story, but something strangely different did. But this is a, like, fishing boat in Florida. Early Sunday morning, a group of men set out on a 12-hour fishing trip. The passengers hired charter boat captain Mark Bailey to take them 60 miles into the Gulf. While out there, they say the captain was drinking heavily and became angry when 15-year-old Jason Rialmo grabbed a beer for his uncle. He came and snatched my chain off my neck. The other men argued with the captain, and he threatened to shoot them. As soon as we saw how strung out the captain actually was, um, it became a really volatile situation. They say Captain Bailey kept drinking and started doing cocaine. He then took out a 9mm handgun and fired shots into the air. At that point, we were all kind of waiting for something horrible to happen for him to come down those stairs with his gun. So I run inside, I'm ducking, I'm like, oh man, I can't get shot today. The passengers pleaded for calm and begged to be taken back to shore. The captain claimed to oblige, but instead started sailing in circles. It started escalating to that scenario where we were like, okay, this is a life or death situation. When they came within cell phone range, they called authorities. 17 hours after the trip began, (laughs) Bailey docked and was promptly arrested. Sarasota police and the U.S. Coast Guard are investigating. 17 hours. Yeah. (laughs) Some dude says, international waters, bitches. I'll eat your dick like, what did he say? Sashimi? Nom, 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 nom. Kobayashi. Kobayashi, yeah. Uh, Yeah, that's fucked up. Never know, bro. Head on a swivel out there. Captain's no, out there think. fucking knocking back hard liquor and co- the cocaine. I mean, where were they? Were they in a... Yeah, well, it was Florida. Uh, Dominican Saras- Republic. Sarasota, Florida. And uh, But you go... I don't know how... What, what is it? Is it five miles out? How far out is it for international waters? I thought it was a mile. I don't know, twelve miles. I don't know if that, you know, whatever. It's not going to change you, anything. You can't. Yeah, you can't just do whatever you want once you're up there. <laughs> you can fucking run a casino on your boat. I know you can do that. It depends what you. Might I, thought, like. I thought it was like the ship's country of origin kind of came into play mm. once you're in international waters. Might be right. Because I know that's how the cruise ships do, like the one we were on. Uh, as soon as you get a certain distance away, that fucking casino opens up. But, anyway, that's that's no fun. Everybody. Yeah. Uh, 
Let's see. A couple of quick ones. I just like the reason that this guy did what he did. New at 11, a scary scene on the highway in Hancock County. A car going the wrong way on I-70. The driver continued for several minutes at least. The Hancock County Sheriff's Department tells RTV6 he was not impaired. When an officer questioned the driver, he said he was going the wrong direction because it was faster. The situation did not cause any accidents. Police arrested that man for reckless driving. That's all. It was faster, just going the wrong way. Like on the I'm going to go ahead and guess he was impaired. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Fucking, they say he wasn't. I don't know. Uh, here's another quick one. A couple of geniuses in Pennsylvania. Well, police are looking for two men. They say stole crab at a supermarket by stuffing it in their pants. And then they came back and returned it to the store to get the cash back. It happened Tuesday at the Wise Markets on Lowther Road in Lower Allen Township. Police say one man stole the crab and the other came back to return it. They actually did it twice. They were seen leaving the parking lot in a white pickup truck. Anyone who recognizes them should call police. I guess it worked the first time. But it was like one guy would stick it in his pants and roll out and then he gives it to his friend to take back. So they don't see the same face. But it didn't work the second time. Crabs. <laughs> what, what do you got in your pants? Crabs. Um, where are you guys at with uh, Panera? I don't like Panera. No, don't care for him. I've had a bad experience every time I've gone, which is not often. Well, it's a it's a chain, but they do they can make something. It's really, not great. Not great. I think it's uh, it's soups and salads, right, and occasional sandwich. Yeah, I don't like it. I find it lazy. Be a real restaurant, or don't you know? Soup salad sandwich. Come on, it's like a lazy Olive Garden to me. Anyway, um, this person had a bad experience at, at Panera. My sister like told me she's like, oh my god, I think that's blood. And I turn the bowl around, and there's literally blood pooling like on the plate, and it's like on the side of the bowl. Sarah Weezy was with her sisters and friend at the Waukesha Panera on May 24th when she made the grisly discovery. She says the server tried convincing her it was just dressing. I took it up. I like brought the lettuce in my hand. I brought it up to her, and I'm like, "This is it's on here again. Like this has to be blood or something. It cannot be dressing. Like how does that happen twice?" She got a replacement salad, but found blood in it again. Like 15 minutes later, they got back and. I got another salad and I was stirring my dressing in and as I was eating it I had already eaten some and I saw a piece, like a piece of lettuce and it was like a yellow piece of lettuce so it's like obviously you can see the blood on it and there was like dripping blood on the piece of salad like lettuce. The sisters say before leaving Panera's manager admitted to them an employee had cut their hand and bled on their food. Now worried about ingesting <laughs> a stranger's blood the family had Panera test their employee for hepatitis and HIV. Both came back clear. The Waukesha County Health Department is involved now. I went to the Waukesha Panera and spoke to their manager. I'm actually not able to give out any information but if you want to reach out to them you can but at a cafe level we're not able to give out any information. Can't tell me if the inspector's working with you all. I can't tell you anything. I do apologize. It's our policy. Yeah. <laughs> I love the part <laughs> where it's blood. There's blood all over everything. And then 
she tries to return it. This is this reminds me of when Turdat and I got those shitty oysters. <laughs> and she tries oh, to return it, and they're like, that's dressing. That's salad dressing. They're fine. Everything's fine. And we're returning these we return these oysters that look like uh look like somebody blew a snot rocket into each half shell. It's just gross. And the guy they're she they're trying to tell us like uh well, there's a membrane on the outside and sometimes that gets broken and then you know, I'm like, come on, bro. It looks like a fucking hot barf in these oysters, and you're telling me this is normal? Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, SR Peel says it's our policy. Uh, yeah, I that's the one that always bothers me too. Nobody ever is willing to take the hit, like take the L. The manager is, to, you know, that's our policy. Is I can't talk to you about that. That's our policy. No, just say, just say that you fucked up. But see, they can't because then they'll sue them and whatever. That's right by me, actually. No shit. Yeah, well, close. I mean, it's... I mean, like that could be your Panera or like the you know. Where you might head for a delicious uh, salad? It's where I used to live. Oh, okay. Okay. But you're aware of where that... I'm a little ways away. Gotcha. Now. That's where, like, Brenhue lives. Ah, okay. Yeah, and then they fucking uh, bring the salad back, and they get another one, and that motherfucker's got blood all in it. Like, and they <laughs> ate a bunch. They ate a bunch, and they're like, there's hella blood in here. <laughs> What's the worst thing have you had? And I, I know you probably haven't had blood, but like, have you ever found anything in food that you were eating that you can think of? Uh, like a sticker. What? What was? What was the food? <sighs> soup. A sticker in soup. Yeah. Recently, I had a. I went to this sandwich tr- shop and I got a whatever. Southwest chicken blank blank on a roll, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I got home and I got to the shop and I ate half of it and then I bite in the second half and I pull out a big piece of plastic like, uh, you know, the plastic they have on the turkey. Sure. Like a, like kind of a thick uh-huh. wrap in between. They'll have a. A portioned out piece of turkey, a three four slices. Oh, I see. But, and they have it stacked. Well, they left that on my shit, and I put that on my review. I wrote a review, <laughs> and I was like, "Hey, and no, no, no." I emailed them. I was like, "Hey, you fucking sent me the sandwich. And I ate it. I ate the. I don't. I think I ate the other part of the plastic." It's not a big deal. It was still pretty good sandwich. <laughs> da da da. I just want to let you know that you fucking that almost, I ate this plastic. You almost killed me, and I I may have to go to the hospital. Uh, it's, like, it's not a big deal. I don't want anything. I don't want anything from you. I just want to let you know. But they were nice about it. They were like, "You get a free sandwich when you come back." But you think I'm going back there? No. See, that's the thing. Most of the time, when something fucked up happens, like this is. You almost killed me. You could have killed me with this. They want to give you more of the shit that almost killed you for free. Like, that's their move. Uh-huh. This is not the right move. <clears throat> Similar, but, I mean, you know, whatever. And I get it. They're just trying to cover their ass a little bit. But I probably mentioned it before, but in high school, um, 
we could leave for, I think when we were seniors, you're allowed to leave for lunch, like during that hour or whatever. Uh-huh. And um, there was a Wendy's that was close enough where we could get to it and eat and whatever and come back. It was kind of the the closest sort of cheap fast foody type of thing. So once in a while we go there. And I got a fucking, uh, the thing that holds bread closed was in my burger. You know, uh-huh. like one of those, what? I don't know what you call them. Not a not a twist tie, but it's kind of a little square thing, you know. Like if you ever oh, buy yeah, bread, yeah. you know what I'm talking about with a little cutout, and you just stick the whole, you stick it on the front yeah, of the, uh, yeah, whatever. You twist it, and yeah. Then you got to put it back on. It's not a, yeah, yeah, a little bit of a twist, yeah. Um, by the way, there, there should be a word for those things. There's probably no yeah, word for sure. that thing. There probably is. I guess if you're in the industry, you probably know. And, it makes uh, a difference when you put it back on. You got to put it back on. Right. Right. So I was eating my burger and I'm, it's, you know, I'm chomp, chomp, chomp. And then all of a sudden I'm like pulling this thing out of my mouth and I'm looking at it. It's a fucking, the thing, whatever they call them. Uh, <laughs> bread clip, Exton Malcolm says. I guess that, that works. Is it just, is it though? No, it's not a bread clip. It doesn't sound right, but whatever it is. And, uh, I went up there and I said, I found this fucking bread clip in there. And I can't remember how much they gave me, but they gave me a certain amount of like, basically like Wendy's money, you know, they're like, we can't give you cash, but we will, you can take this and this works, you know, it's basically funny money for Wendy's. And I, and I was eating fucking free lunches for like months at that place. Cause they were so afraid I was going to sue them. <clears throat> I went to several, uh, Safeway one time, got a chicken because I'll get a sandwich. Uh, chicken strips will be my meat. Okay, like and breaded, I get home. Like the breaded I eat, chicken strips? Yeah, breaded chicken strips. Gotcha. You know, the the fingers, they got what in there. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, make me a sandwich, but make it with a, instead of turkey, make it with those chicken strips. Yeah. I eat half of it, and then I look at the other half, and it's raw in the middle. <laughs> so, obviously, I eat raw chicken. <laughs> and I, I brought it back, and I was like, hey, lady, I just ate a raw chicken. You know, me. am I gonna die or? Yeah. And she's like, "Oh, I give you a free sandwich." And I was like, "Yes, give me a sandwich." <laughs> Obviously, it wasn't chicken strip. But... Uh, XM Malcolm did look, Google it, or he put the link in, and you put in bread clip, and that's what comes up. It's exactly what I'm talking about. And then I can't <laughs> remember who fifty one fifty is now, but I I did know one time said, uh, you know, the color of the bread clip tells you what day it was baked on. Huh. That's pretty interesting. No. I didn't know that. No, it's not? You don't like that? Uh, not interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Do you... Unless it's really standardized, like, blue is this, red is this, but it's not standardized. I don't know. I, I, I mean, I can't prove that it is one way or the other. By the way, I didn't say thank you, Stotan. For the 1500 bits. That was real nice of you. Thank you. Uh, He's number one. Uh, with a bullet. With a bullet. So, Tan, I love you. I like you a lot. <clears throat> but come on, So, Tan. You're an adult and you're still using <laughs> the bathroom on yourself? I don't like that guy. Knock that out. Knock that out. I went to the bathroom one time on the Krispy Kreme drive-thru. There's nothing you can do. Okay? 
yeah, it's really not good form to fucking punch down at somebody that's in one of their worst moments. You know what I mean? You think he tried to go to the bathroom myself? Is like, you think he just like <laughs> dropping a dot what because that's shit? that's what I want to do? Yeah, watch me, watch me do this. No, it's a bad time. <laughs> Alternator says, didn't fend shit in a Taco Bell parking lot. No. Well, he probably has. He ate his food in front of a homeless guy. I did eat food in front of a homeless guy. I did do that. That's not the Taco Bell I went to today. That That is a, yeah. I don't know, dude. I was very, very not impressed by that Taco Bell I was at today. It was on uh, North Main, Turdat. I don't go down there. Well, it was not. It was basically like two, a few blocks away from the Chick Fil A. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, I know by the yeah. overpass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I was just going by there, and it was just—I mean, it was just a shit show from from front to back. Like everything. I mean, I know I talked about it, but the fucking you know, whatever machines busted, so there's no watermelon drink. The fucking chips are, you know, fall whatever. Practically moldy chip, and then you know, it takes twenty minutes to get a fucking nacho. Get out of here, dude. It's tough being them, you know. I guess, but I don't know. I don't know who to be mad at because I'm not necessarily mad at the workers because they probably are understaffed, and you know, the manager's probably running a tight fucking ship. But come on. Just get your act together. And that's the first time I've been to Taco Bell. I want to say in like a year or more. It's been a long time. And I was just so unimpressed. I was just like, really? This is what's going on down here? This place is a joke. Should have come back and thrown those nachos in that guy's face. <laughs> Take back your slop. Well, fast food is, is fucked up. But I mean... There's, you know, there's places where you go where you have a decent experience, and then there's this. I don't yeah. know. Just, just, it seems yeah. like all the fast food joints are understaffed constantly, and it's no longer fast food. It takes yeah, it forever does, to get anything. Yeah, it used to not be that way. And that's how I feel about the fucking Safeway, too, near me. Everything's mm-hmm. like, now it's like so min-maxed. You know, it's like we got if we can get an extra dollar out a month, we're going to do it. Whatever that takes to do that. You've got to make America great again. <laughs> Starting with our fast food places. You I mean, I'm not going to go down this road, but all, at the same time you said that Altenair said because Trump is creating real jobs. <laughs> Literally the same time. But I'm just saying, I don't know, whatever, whatever's wrong with it, you know, and the answer is is just vote with your wallet and don't go there, which is what I'm going to do. But you fucking slam me with commercials for weeks during the playoffs of the NBA with this goddamn nacho box. (laughs) And you know, you know how I feel about nachos. So you get my ass down there and then you fucking shove that trough of slop at me. I blame myself. It's tough. It's a tough world. Blame myself. 
we don't know what to do anymore, you know? I would have bet you $100 that that uh, Slurpee machine or whatever you call it would be broken before I got there. I would have bet you $100. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, if I go back in a week, it'll be broken still. It'll never work. Well, I was in a... I was laying in bed the other day, and I'm like, I'm not watching this YouTube shit because Bryce like YouTube. And then I, I was like, I'm gonna put on what I like, okay? And then he says to me, "If you're gonna put on The Office, put on Threat Level Midnight." <laughs> and I was like, "What do you mean? <laughs> Why do you like Threat Level Midnight?" And he's like, "Uh, I just like Threat Level Midnight. Put that on." that episode it was funny yeah. because i saw you tweet and i was wondering how long it would take but i saw and no you tweet, one likes thread level midnight nobody that, does that's not my favorite him. either you tweeted out no. a poll that was like four different episodes of the office and it didn't have any explanation it was just like here's the name of the four one was the injury one was threat level midnight i can't remember the other two and it did it took a while but eventually someone's like i don't know what any of these things are like what is this that was know. anthony but yeah. Who was that? I don't remember. My uh religious nut. Uh Anthony <laughs> X. <laughs> that's a good way to it's a good way to talk about a person. Um But yeah, I enjoyed that. And then I was like, you know, the injury is the one. That's the best one. Injury is great. It's it has everything. It With, has without everything. without going too deep into it, because some people won't know what we're talking about, but it's it's Michael Scott from the office. Cooks bacon next to his uh, bed every morning in a George Foreman grill because it's delicious and it wakes him up and it's a great way to start the day. That's kind of he doesn't how he have puts a it. butler. He doesn't yeah. have a butler, so he has to do it himself. So one morning he puts his bacon in. He he puts the bacon in and goes back to sleep, and then he wakes up to the smell of cooking bacon, which he thinks is great. He steps in the fucking thing and burns his foot. So now you got a great episode of Michael with the burnt foot, uh, and then the other. The the one two punch is Dwight goes to 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 rescue him when he finds out that he's still at home and he needs a ride to work, which Michael doesn't want. And he Dwight hits a pole and gets concussed, gets a concussion. And when he's got his concussion, he acts like a normal person, like <laughs> does normal. Yeah. yeah, he's got a couple of things. You can tell he's concussed, but he's like friendly and responsive and helpful, and uh. And it's, so it's just a great A and B plot. And then at the end, of course, they're taking him to the hospital. And he's been very friendly with Pam and helping her with her new iPod or whatever the fuck it is. And uh, and she hugs him goodbye. And he's like, why? And she's like, because it's just going to change. Things are going to be changed when you come back. Because then he won't be concussed. He's going to be an asshole. It's yeah, he's a, great, a big dick. He's a big dick normally. It's a great, it's a great one. And... You know he's he he's falling he's getting self wedged between the toilet and the bathroom uh, and crying for help and st- I mean it's just great the bubble wrap on his foot I mean it's the other one I like is the uh, that wasn't on that list is when they have to change the carpet in his office because someone took a dump in there That's that something. is also that is also good huh. some okay it's- I want to read this from. Some dude says, I like self-checkout. No small talk and generally faster. My Kroger does the the click list thing where you send the list to them and they put it all together for you and you just pull up and they bring it out to you. So there's the jobs they took away from the cashiers. Okay. Yeah, I'm okay with that. I, I, I'd i be okay with that. It's just um, 
I know if you buy, and I, know, I don't mean to focus everything on alcohol, but if you buy alcohol, you can't do self-checkout at ours. And they don't do the bring it out to your, you know, they shop for you and bring it out front thing. Um, You can pay them to deliver it, but that's it around here. We don't have Kroger's either. We have, we have Safeway. Which fucking blows. Um, but if you do Amazon Prime, they use uh, Whole Foods, and they will shop for you. And I've done; I've only done it a couple times. But what's badass is like, <clears throat> essentially, when you <clears throat> have them do it for you, they open up a little like um, chat window on your on the app on your phone, and if something's not there, they'll ding you, and they'll tell you what they do have, and ask you. Like the person that's shopping for you will say. Hey, they're out of X. Do you want me to get Y or do you want to cancel it? Or what would you like? And like, they chat back and forth and they'll find you like, you know, what you want. I dig with that. Uh, anyway, to close this segment, I have one more thing. Uh, I'm not a baseball guy, but excuse me. I'm sorry. I know who Pete Rose is. Um, we were in Cincinnati. We went to the Reds stadium and <clears throat> he bet on baseball. So they won't let him in to play any more of baseball's reindeer uh, games. The hall of fame shit. Yeah. Can't, he, yeah. He's basically barred from whatever. And he was a great player and he should be there. And, but since he bet on games, he can't, you know, they, they kicked Well, him didn't out. he bet like against himself or. Well, he, his claim is he only bet for them to win. When he, and this is when he was the manager as well. Mm-hmm. So it's not like he was a player. He was the manager of the team. And he claims he only bet on his team to win, which may be true. But once you get to that point, it's too fishy to, you know, you're going to trust Pete Rose saying that, you know, like it, the problem is he could have bet the other way and tried to throw some games. You don't know. At any rate, um, part of Pete Rose's problem is also that he's just a loudmouth, Like, there has been, I, if my memory serves, like slight efforts now and then to maybe let him come back for something or maybe do this or maybe do that. But he just can't stop running his fucking yapper, you know? And so he, uh, he kills himself, kind of. Like, he, he hurts his own chances. Um, and this is a good example of that. Pete Rose, back in the day... Uh, Pete Rose and Joe DiMaggio, I believe they went to, where did they go? Was it, was it Vietnam or something? They went on like a goodwill, goodwill tour, uh, uh, you know, supporting the troops and all that kind of stuff. And he was with Joe DiMaggio. So this is him talking about that. We're, we're down in, as you may not know, South Vietnam is a jungle. He went to Vietnam with Joe DiMaggio on a tour. Yeah. 23 days. I live with Joe. And it's so hot you can't sleep, and all of a sudden Joe says, i got to take a shower. I said, Joe, we're not downtown Saigon. We're in the damn <laughs> middle of the jungle. He said, I don't give a darn. I'm Joe DiMaggio. i got to take a shower. So the only way you could take a shower there is a guy had to get up get up on a chair, me, have a bucket of water, pour it into this canvas thing, pull the chain, and the guy underneath took a shower. I gave Joe DiMaggio a shower. Now, the best way to describe Joe DiMaggio is he was a penis with a man hanging from it. <laughs> You're going to get us kicked off the air, Mike. <laughs> that's all there is. I just enjoy that because he's, that's just Pete Rose, like, front to back. He can't not, 
you know, he's on national whatever radio or he can't not say everything. That's that's him. That's why he'll never, you know, reconcile with baseball and get in the Hall of Fame and all that stuff. <laughs> Joe DiMaggio, wasn't he? He was with Marilyn Monroe, right? I thought so. So he had something going on. The other, the other guy that I just heard the other day that's running around. Uh, this that this is rumored to run around as well as uh, a dude on SNL that was uh, hooked up with Ariana Grande and then Kate Beckinsale. Oh yeah, Pete, whatever. Pete something. Pete Davidson. Davidson? Yeah, word has it that guy's fucking rolling around with a fucking donkey as well. <laughs> Which I guess makes some sort of sense. At any rate. Well, uh not that it in the in the grand scheme of things, whatever, but you know, penis size is interesting. Even a broke guy, even a broke-ass loser, if he has a big-ass dick, you're kind of <laughs> like, well, I mean, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, they can, well, yeah, you can well, be born with something physical. Right. And you are above, you know. I guess, you know, it probably gives you a lot of confidence. <laughs> and we're confidence. also we're also all coming clean that we don't have huge wangs. I just want to let you know. Like by even discussing it in this manner. But we you know, we're okay. We've all shown it to each other. We we can see. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just teasing. But uh No, it's true. If I had a giant wang, I would say I have a normal size wang, probably. Yeah. But no one's you... ever gasped. <laughs> right. I've never I've <laughs> never had wang. someone say like uh this isn't going to work out. You should probably That's just not home. that's too big. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah. Can't. I've never had that happen. But I've also <laughs> never had anyone be like, "Dude, come on." Well. You would hope that they would keep that to themselves. Yeah, one would think. And whatever. Uh but I know as a, I know where I'm at. <laughs> you stay in your lane. <laughs> I stay in my lane. I don't pretend to have a giant thing. I have a decent size thing. Yeah. Um. <laughs> there's two things I heard that I don't know why I thought of this, but uh, fuck, who is Legolas again in Lord of the Rings? That guy. Apparently is an exhibitionist. Like he's got yeah. he's, he's he's got something decent going on. And he likes he likes to be out and about with that thing out there. You know. Oh well, I just had a like a whatever party. People were over, and there's someone said something to me directly, like that 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 needed some penis size. And I was like, well, how about I just show you? He took it out. I'll take this out. You want me taking out or like, let's get over this. Uh, he said, she said thing. And 
But that's where that ended. Didn't go further. But it'd be nice to not have to pretend to have a this wang or that wang. You know what I mean? I I suppose. Well, maybe uh, it needed some air. You know, sometimes they need air. They can't breathe in there. It's inhuman. I'll just play it if I like it so much. He took it out. <laughs> he what? He took it out. He took what out? It. He took it out? Yes, sir, Bob. One more quick one. How could this be? Oh, it be. <laughs> um, the other one I heard, which I guess is not confirmed, but has been a, a rumor running around, is Captain America has like a $200,000 sex dungeon. Which, you know. I saw that. Good for him. What? Yeah. Chris, Chris, whatever. Yeah, Chris Evans, right? Evans. Uh, and I'm not kink shaming him. I don't give a shit. I just thought it was interesting because I guess it's kind of it. It came from a couple different sources, so it sounds more true than not true. Like, um, I guess some people that worked on movie sets with them were talking about it in in a Reddit thread, but then also there was I can't remember the other. There's something else in, independently that sort of confirmed it. Like that he had, and that, that's not something you could really probably hide either. If you're spending two hundred thousand dollars on a sex dungeon, uh, or whatever, you you know, you can have workers in there and shit. Hmm. But you know, I just I I don't care, and it doesn't bother me in any way. I just want to know what it looks like. Like, what do you what what do you got in there? You know. <laughs> What what you what two hundred thousand dollars buy you? Right. Well, probably. Yeah, I don't know. I'd like to see too. <laughs> Just show me pictures of your fucking sex dungeon, Chris. Come on. That's all I want. Well, it's gonna have a swing. <laughs> right. Okay. Okay. Definitely see that. Uh. Sex swing. Dildo. Some sort of rack where you tie somebody up, right? Like on the wall? Like a hand... I don't know. What's going on down there? 200 G's is a pretty good dungeon, I think. Well, it's probably the maxed out dungeon. Yeah, it's... I mean... I don't know. Anyway, phone calls, emails, I think. Ready. Oh, I was going to ask if you're going to cover the Jeopardy guy. Oh, yeah. Uh, that was interesting. So he lost. I mean, it's not a spoiler anymore. It's right. I met, I almost did it. I almost talked about it on the pre-show, but I waited. Um, there's, it's funny the conspiracy theories that are going around that he threw that game. You know, he seemed like he wasn't. Like, if I had to get, like, just throw out a, a 
guess. It didn't seem like he was trying as hard as he could have. I agree. Maybe. I, I, I don't know what it was, knows? but he seemed off. Yeah. <clears throat> and a couple things can happen. Like, one, you know, they say, like, half of it is about the buzzer speed, like, how fast you can ring in. Like, right. you know, at that level, everyone there... She oh, did seem pretty great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, at that level, I guess they, they know like nine out of 10 answers or even higher. And it's just who can ring in faster. But, um, he also missed all of the daily doubles. So that he did hurt him, uh, which he usually hits. And then it was, I don't know. There was something with the betting at the end. I guess I, I didn't pay that close attention to it after, uh, you know, afterwards, but, um, Apparently that was the right way to bet, and some people were saying he should have bet uh, differently. He, he had like a, he bet to like, he bet a small amount, and it didn't quite cover what she had. So if she right. bet zero, he, so it was a weird one. But I don't know. Yeah, it was also just odd because it was right where he would have passed Ken Jennings for right. For he he was lead. just shy of the record, right? For, like for money. He could have passed him right there. Uh, so it's kind of interesting. I, and you know what sucks is that now I don't really like watching Jeopardy as much. <laughs> uh, that the, the person that beat him has already, already got knocked out. Like the person yeah. that beat him didn't like beat him. And now she's going to be like the new superstar. She already lost. Oh, the other thing I liked was, uh, after they lost the next game, and I'm sorry, we'll get off of Jeopardy shortly. Um, or maybe it was during the game that I can't remember. I think it was the next game after she had beaten him. She goes to make it a true daily double, which means like she bets all of her, all of her money, uh, on the daily double. And Alex Trebek says, uh, Oh, taking a page from, you know, Holsauer's uh-huh. book or whatever. And she makes the, she looks at him with such anger, like, like a, she makes a, like a face, like, fuck you for saying that I'm doing it because that guy did it. You know, it was very, it was a very interesting moment. Like, I don't know. I didn't like her. She's kind of a B. Uh-huh. Turned out P is being a real B. <laughs> you still there? Or did we lose you? No, I'm here. Fading. Are you fading? No. No. Not fading. That's. <laughs> I wish you weren't a liar. Try not to sneeze. Oh, is that what it is? <clears throat> X that Malcolm when we were talking about this. <laughs> now it's going to be a hundred. <laughs> Waiting for <laughs> as soon as I start talking. But Exxon Malcolm said, I like listening to them try to pretend they don't know exactly what goes in a sex <laughs> I I mean, it's not really my jam, and I you know, whatever. That's fine if it's your jam. But I don't know all of the details. But it any you know, you spend two hundred thousand dollars on it. I want to see it. <laughs> I kind of got to see it. You shouldn't, you know, you should 
show that thing off. <laughs> I think I'll, what I'll do is I'll play the phone call intro and then we'll see how he goes. Shut the fuck up. You ready? Oh my god. Sneeze into the mic. I, you know, I'm not sure the clip I sent you, so fuck it, let's just do it. It's time God standing in front of me. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I can't believe that just happened. I just had 50 people call me a douche in person. I'm, I'm all of a sudden pregnant. <laughs> How you doing over there? Oh. We're just going to stick with this. Do we need to get you a wheelchair? We'll wheel you out. Everyone's waiting for the next one. No, Exxon Malcolm says, I feel bad for him when this happens. It sounds miserable. It's true. You know, we got to turn out help you to do still, too. <laughs> All right. I'm ready. I'm ready. This is from X Not Malcolm to you. I have not listened to it. Um, <laughs> and I want to play it for you. Go ahead. Okay. The cream will rise to the top, oh yeah. I am the cream. Yeah, let me say it here. Yeah. Let me say it out loud. The cream of the crop. I am the cream. I am the cream, yeah. The cream of the crop! <laughs> Yo, Adrian! I did it! That's right. I did do it. I Ooh. am the champion. The champion of this season of Fantasy Movie League. I'd like to thank all of you for for at least trying this season. But I mean, let's be honest. I kicked your ass. I'm getting a fucking keychain. Austin three sixteen says I just whipped your ass, and that's the bottom line because Stone Cold said so. Obviously, anything but humble. And do I really need to be humble in this moment after weeks? And weeks of shit talking against me. I am king of the hill. I am the cream of the crop. 
I'm the fucking man. Come at me. You can come at me if you want, but let's be honest. All crane technique. Does it work? If do right, no can defense. I beat you all so bad, I'm making motherfuckers tap out. I'm making you say uncle. So if you played fantasy movies like this season, your name is not Brent or X not Malcolm, you might as well be last. Because you sure as shit ain't first. That's me. The champion. <laughs> Of the world. Well, I was I, I was tanking for draft picks. That's what I was doing. Is that how that works? <laughs> yeah. Trust the process. Towards the end, yeah. Trust the process. <laughs> no, the rea- reality is he went. He won, of course, and and good on him. And uh, by the way, there is a champions DM thread. Only four champions, <laughs> and there's three of us in there, and that's it. So welcome to. The, I'm just going to say to him, welcome to the winner circle. Well, look, I'm in a DM thread. That's for <laughs> the real winners. There's only one. <laughs> just you. It's just me talking just, to yourself. Iron- me. Ironically, it's just me. <laughs> And I'm just chatting with myself. So. <laughs> no, we, we jumped in there. We jump in there and talk about how good we are. My first move was to post the, uh, the Borat gif. King in the castle. King in the castle. <laughs> <clears throat> but he won. He, he did it. Uh, I will, I will say and this is not in any sort of defense, but. Towards the end, when I got down big, I was making some like pretty crazy decisions, like long shots. You know what I mean? Because if you go safe, you're not gonna you're not gonna beat you're not gonna come up with enough of a comeback to win. So you got to try some funky shit. So I did go a little bit out there on my last few weeks to see if it worked, and it didn't. Yeah, some dude. There's three of us. Uh, we do sit around in there stroking each other's egos. That's right. Well, if you want to get in my chat, you have to be the top of the top. Cream of the crop. Uh, Rise to the top. You got to be the best. A better yet, a Terminator. Like Arnold and honestly, only, only I can be in there now. So it's just me talking to myself. But you did take a hiatus on uh, Fantasy Movie League this season, I saw. Yeah, I sat out. I'm sitting out this season. Maybe next season. Maybe two seasons. Uh, let's see. 
I gotta find something first here. Well, I talked to Meowth. You know, Meowth agreed with me. It's a fucking bullshit game. <laughs> really? Where did this? You and her had a meeting of the minds and decided that it's all bullshit. Yeah. Uh, In what way? It's, it has nothing to do with any skill or uh, knowledge. It's just people stealing. Uh, Your picks. Picks off somebody else. You know, and you can agree with that. There's no, there's I, no. Uh, it's not what I would like it to be. I'll, I'll I, I will grant you that. It's be- it's pick stealing, and and you steal picks from somebody. You you steal picks from a a pro. If they're okay, so like you you could find say let's just say a number eight different people that all do picks, and their picks will be different. But then you're kind of stealing from eight potential choices instead of completely doing it on your own. And you could do it on your own, but the problem is is that I don't have enough invested to, like... I mean, fucking Exxon Malcolm's doing spreadsheets and shit. Like, he he buckled down this... No, uh, no, no. He buckled he, down he this time. He used my guy. <laughs> I gave him a guy, and he used it, and he won. <laughs> well, That's then why... How... See, now they... It begs the question: Why couldn't you win if it's your guy? I, I was I was winning until he stuck he stole my shit. <laughs> but if you're playing the same thing, then how? Ben, you know I was winning. <laughs> you were in the lead for a while. I know. I was in the lead for a long time, and then Fen, and then uh, X time Malcolm just stole my shit, and then he won, and then and then he got me. He had. Uh, some half-assed Jagoff fucking unfollow me, and then I and then there was a whole drama. <laughs> Had nothing to do with me, regardless of the whole thing. It doesn't matter. It all the whole thing is it, it's all racked. Somebody whoever. unfollowed you, and then there's the whole blocked. Block blocked him. All that doesn't matter. The bottom line is that you have to use a professional. (laughs) I mean, you have to use a picker to win this. And if you don't use a picker, you lose. And that's just not how I roll. It's, yeah. Well, I'll tell you, I'll say it this way. It would be fun if no one used a picker, but that's not a reality that we're living in. People are going to go look up <clears throat> pros picks and use them. That's just how it's that's just how it operates. Um we will never go back to the world where everyone just did <clears throat> picks. <clears throat> back in the day, uh what's his <laughs> name? Riku. Riku, meow. They're doing even now, they're doing, uh, they're pulling picks out of their head. They lose. You want to be a winner? You're taking uh, winner picks. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's it's sort of like, um, everyone knows that if you're in the NFL, you're probably doing steroids, and. Everyone would love it if no one did steroids. 
But the fact of the matter is, if you want to be in the NFL and you want to be able to compete, it's pretty tough when everyone else is on steroids and you're not. You follow that logic? Uh-huh. Yeah. So you almost have to be on steroids just to just to have a chance in the NFL. And that's where we're at. We got, you know, you want to go your own way, you got a you got a chance, but a pretty fucking slim one. Dude, if I was going to had a chance in the NFL, I'd be yak on steroids. <laughs> People would be like, whoa. <laughs> I would you know, be fucking... my traps, my trapezius. I would be Lance, be like, Lance Armstrong up. I would be Lance <laughs> Armstrong <laughs> up. Yeah. Blood doping, whatever it takes. What can you do to me? <laughs> what else can I do? <laughs> yeah. Put a horse dick yeah. in my anus. Like, put a. <laughs> <laughs> well, right. I don't know if that gives you an advantage, then that, you know, so be whatever it. it takes, dude. Whatever it takes. Yeah, put a horse stick in your. <laughs> but that's how I felt with Fancy Movie League, and I just felt like the whole thing was janked, and uh, XM Malcolm just kind of uh, just looked past it. He didn't care, and. uh I don't know. That's not the kind of game I want to be a part of. I will tell you, it was clear to me that this season he was mad and he buckled down and he put in effort and he was rewarded for that effort. Well, no, he... More effort than I was willing to put in. That's for goddamn sure. He did the steroids. He he jumped in. He took all of it, like roids, HGH, you know, everything. He got on everything. He cycled onto everything. He's a sick little fuck. <laughs> Blood doping, uh, all of it, and he won. But yeah, at what? But right. at what cost? But at what? Cost? I don't want to play that game, and that's where I'm at. But at what cost? <clears throat> the best part is, he's going to do it. I swear to, I know he will. He has to get his own keychain made for himself. As a, you know what I mean? His winner keychain. Uh-huh. And I will guarantee you he gets that made. I would I would bet my house on it that he's gonna get his uh, keychain made. I'm gonna I'm gonna get my own keychain made too. <laughs> what's your what's yours gonna say? Whatever Ben Chat or no, it's gonna say Fancy Movie League champion. Yeah, like the real champion, real fantasy movie league champion. Uh, let's see. Oh, I got a, I got a value gamer. I believe it was from Seven Deuce, and I have not listened to it because he, he got sent in late. But let's take a. I want to buy a game, a cheap game that is not lame. Game that lasts a time. It is tough to make this see what he's got to say. I have not heard What's up, guys? Seven Deuce here, trying to resurrect Value Gamer because I missed the song. <laughs> First off is a game called Beat Hazard 2 on Steam. It's a top-down space shoot-em-up along the lines of Raiden or Robotron. Hmm. Uh, it's actually really fun. The graphics are really good. 
something you'd expect from this generation, like the new generation of games. Um, I guess the new twist is that the levels are procedurally generated based on uh, music, so you upload your own music to the to the game and then I guess based on BPM it'll generate levels and bosses um, and once you beat a song you can level up your spaceships I didn't even get into all that but there's you know you can upgrade different ships there's a whole progression system uh, right now, at the moment it's free on Steam until Monday at around noon uh, so if you want to try it out, it's not a big download. It's not. I think it's less than half a gig. Uh, it was less than some of the updates from my other games on Steam. Um, it comes with a pretty good, like, if you're into old school, like Euro, Trance, or uh, EDM, it comes with a pretty good soundtrack. You can also stream from uh, Spotify or Pandora. Uh, just a warning, if you're you have like epileptic seizures or uh, you can't handle bright flashing lights this game is super bright it's probably bright enough for El Chorazon to see it <laughs> uh, and the explosions are pretty intense uh, so if you're not into that then it may not be for you I'd rate this game 9 out of 10 uh, only because when it's not free I don't know if it's worth the $15 to everybody mm. And it's still in beta, so they're still working out some of the bugs. But so far, I've been having a really good time with it this weekend. Uh, y'all should check it out. Sauce is a douche. <laughs> Sounds good. Beat Hazard 2, I believe it was. Check it out. I like the procedural generated and it's your thing. Hmm. We don't have a. We only have a one through five on. Oh yes, but I'll, I'm gonna throw in a four. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Which is a mistake, frankly. But and I said frankly again. But uh, that's just too many. I, I was having a hard time even finding five good. Oh yes, let alone ten. But thank you for the value, gamer. Let's see. Um, I'm going to play. I got Rob App 1, but then I've also got Rob App 1 doing a review. And I have one call to do in between those because I don't want to put them right back to back. But here's Rob App 1. And this was on the Skype, like on the voicemail. So it's technically working still. Just FYI. Hey, you guys. Rob App 1 here. Been trying to call about locked in for Boston and I just wanted to put out a word of warning to all the people who are adding on to this trip just you know be careful of how much you do because the last couple that I went to that um, especially in Austin where I was doing all the extra stuff by the time that it was time to go to the main event, the beer festival, I was uh, knocked out in the hotel <laughs> sleeping, and I know that I wasn't the only one. So just, you know, be careful how much stuff you're doing and how much, um, you know, uh, brownies, cookies, anything weed-related, <laughs> mushroom-related, you're ingesting, uh, and... 
you know, make sure that you make through everything and uh, you have fun, and that's the whole reason why we're going to Boston. All right, folks, that's all I had to say. See you all in Boston. Rob F1, out. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess cautionary tale for... I don't. I didn't know. I mean, I didn't see Rob at the beer festival, but I didn't know other people were not there either. Thought I did yeah. pretty well. How far is Turdak gone? No, I'm not. <laughs> You're very quiet. Is your head down? My head is. Uh... I was laying down. Uh, normally, Turd Hat would jump on me about this call. I feel like. That's why I was uh, curious, because Turd Hat always gives me a warning, like a cautionary warning. Hello? Uh, hi. Hi. I just... I just... I'm sensing the which way the wind's blowing is all. It's getting close. Yeah. That's what Dude. I feel like. Okay. Well, I feel like I'm talking. <laughs> it's like, you know, that you, you should have gotten on me on that. I thought. And you did. So that's when I knew. Did you, what now, was your, now was- you're going to, now you're going to pay. <laughs> uh, did Rob... Now you're gonna get me the whole time. Oh, that's what, that's okay. You're giving me what I want because we have a turn out to help you at, at the end of this. All right. Um. Oh no, I think your mic was hot when you came in, but it's probably also Skype. Just fine. yeah, it's probably leveling. Yeah, yeah. Is it leveling? Is it leveling now? Yeah, I think it's. All... But uh, he's got a good point. I mean, don't go too crazy. I'm, I'm with him. Uh, it's happened before. I feel like I've been pretty good in the past, you know, few things about not doing, not going completely nuts. What's that mean? Well, like, uh, you know, having a big, having a big evening and then missing like something the next day, like an event. I feel like I've been present for everything. No missing. Yeah. I mean, like, I have missed, uh, like, in Austin, perfect example. Like, I I was there for the Catalina Wine Mixer. I was there for Shane Brunch. I was there to the Beer Festival. Like, I hit everything. Uh, the food tour, you know, all of it. And Rob had some, Rob had some problems. Uh, so everyone, you know, work at, work at your own pace. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Good night, Alternator. Alternator <laughs> apparently did not like that you came on here. Shocking. He was in he he wanted he he was earlier I could tell he's had a couple of pops cuz he was wanting to call in to uh don't, provide a laugh track he said. Don't worry, uh, Alternator, I'll fix this. <laughs> uh but there have been some events where people have had too a little bit too much fun. And uh, miss some things. So, be aware. I don't know what 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 did Rob add or honor to. 
Like just extra Nothing. days. Not a goddamn thing. That's what I was trying to figure out. Like, what did he? He just came too early and went too strong, or whatever. He's like he's like fifty years old, and well, he's fuck. sleepy all the time. I'm like fifty years old, but I still made it to everything. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that. The what? What you were inferring? <laughs> <laughs> well, he's a lot older than you. Well, everyone is, even Esther. <laughs> well, that's not exactly true. How old are you? Uh, it's not nothing. Thirty-three. <laughs> Thirty-three. 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 Repeating. Yes. Mm-hmm. BGS says, "Fens iron liver will let him handle anything." Well. I need my rest as, you know, I'm only human, flesh and bone. I also need my sleep. I'm not saying I was perfect in Austin. I wasn't. I had a, Victor and I had a noisy evening one night. Ugh. I might yeah, have needed it, a little assistance Esther, getting, back to, a, getting back to the room. You bummed out Esther. <clears throat> yeah, I, I'm this sorry. This is rule that. number one, bitch. I just wanted the light off. That's all. <clears throat> Turn out only one rule. <laughs> you got it. See, I but unlike you, I feel like I want to um, give myself to the people showing up and not uh, bounce at eight thirty. Uh, Chief, go back to my uh, hey, I <laughs> partied for we we were partying in that uh, blind pig for like a decade. I di- I felt like I died seven times uh, in there. <laughs> you you bounced before people like some people even showed up to the Catalina wine mixer. I'm just Bro, saying. I didn't do that. I didn't do this. Didn't yeah, do- someone else what? did that to me. <laughs> the Catalina wine mixer. At that point. You know, come on, bro. You know, you you're know an adult, and you're still using the bathroom on yourself. Come on. No, no, I straight up use the bathroom on myself, and I, 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 I wanted to. I had to get out of there. <laughs> it was bet. It was for the best. Dude, I don't do this. Your I don't mom, do it for me. Your mom hung out longer than you at the Catalina wine mixer. My mom was not at the Blind Pig for sixteen hours. Whatever the fuck we were doing before that. <laughs> no, one. I swore there was a shot coming in. There was shots coming in every ten seconds. There was shots. Just like shots, like shots, shots, shots. And I was like, "Whoa, Blind Pig, dude." And the next thing I know, I'm at the thing, and my mom is there. <laughs> have you ever been to? Have you guys ever been to a fucking meetup where your mom's there? <laughs> and uh, and you're like, oh no. And then next thing you know, I better get the hell out of here. <laughs> you know what I mean? I will. I haven't been to a meetup where my mom showed up. Yeah, let's talk. Once you get to that level, then talk. You know <laughs> when what? Your mom gonna... is that a fucking thing? When your mom's there, then talk to me. I'm Otherwise, gonna... shut the fuck up. I'm going to give you a pass on that one. <laughs> now that I really sit down and think about it. 
if my mom was at a meetup, I could understand your what happened. Yeah, let me do what I want. <laughs> Until then, until you bring your mom <laughs> and your and your sister and some other shit, you know. And your sister vanishes with a with a a fucking. Uh, this is know. this is not. <laughs> Oh shit! I think isn't that bringing some family or maybe some family this year? I don't know. He was talking about his sister. sister. Yeah, my sister. But look, <laughs> no one's gonna give him shit if he has to bounce out. He won't. Uh, yeah, he doesn't do that. He would. I wouldn't have an issue with my sister being there. So it's fine. Until I'm kissing her. (laughs) What did he say? Until what? He said, until I'm kissing her. (laughs) (laughs) Is is your sister married? I don't know about your sister. Yes. Mom, can you turn off the water? Yeah. (laughs) I can hear that. It's Eve's. I'm gay. Uh, we're getting ready to leave tomorrow. So, we're going tomorrow. Glamping. Yes. Ooh. Knew it. You're getting some good use out of that glamper, huh? Yes. I'm jealous. Good for you. Yeah. Agreed. Oh, look who didn't leave. Alternator. Hmm. Uh, yeah, no, I got a um a call from Good Luck Riley, and he there's a lot of agreeing with Turdat here, which I don't agree with. Actually, that's not true. I do agree. Yeah, I think you do. Okay, <laughs> I sure fucked that up. <laughs> yeah, like you did. <laughs> here you go. What's up, guy? It's good luck, Riley. You know this. You can't help but know this. Uh, sports, huh? Big sports fan? You like the sports? Uh, I'm not a sports fan. Um, and you can't tell me that the Patriots did not cheat or if it wasn't fixed. That Super Bowl was fixed. Robert Kraft's best little buddy is now the ruler of the free world. Uh, and I'm pretty sure that was like a... Uh, Oh, feel-good moment. The Patriots won. Yeah. God bless America. the fuck out of here with that shit. It's probably sacrilege me from Massachusetts, but I don't care saying that. Uh, I don't give a shit about any of those guys. But anyway, um, yeah. Pro sports, completely fixed. Not as much as boxing, but I'm pretty sure you could sway. Not with money, but with the influence and power. Because people love money, and people love the upper hand on other people. Plain and simple. I'm sorry this is getting long, but here. The other thing is, you gotta try try to move on, and then you went right back to sports. With the whole ticker thing, and the weather announcements. And this is the only time I'm ever gonna say this, but Esther, do you need a hug? You are so... There are only few things that I've ever heard you get angry about or swear about. When I, when I hear you swear, I know you are mad. And this makes me so mad. Why are you mad, bro? Why are you mad? I'll give you a hug when I see you. All right? Anyway, uh, 
<laughs> it is the same exact as The Bachelor, all right? It's no better than watching someone play a video game on Twitch. Let's just put it out there, all right? And keep it 100, all right? All right, say how do you meet up for me. One of his better calls, in my opinion, even though I disagree with all of it. <laughs> <laughs> I think people can tank games, but they don't. Yeah. I'm not saying it's it's impossible. I'm just saying. Impossible. And it probably happens more than we know about. But know in general, it's so hard to do. It's really hard to do because people are watching for it. We know the fucking, uh, what was it? The, wasn't it the White Sox in 19-something? Uh, yeah. Through the World 19- Series? 20-something. Yeah, 19. But they were making, like, fucking nothing. Black Sox. Yeah, they called them the Black Sox. And they were making, like, nothing a game. So the money was actually, like, life-changing amount of money. I mean, in, in those days, those guys would play baseball, and then they would have, like, a second job in the off-season because they fucking, you know, they they didn't make much. But these days, I don't. I don't know. I don't mean to rehash the whole argument. I just don't see how it happens that way. And even the Deflate Gate thing, like, dude, there's how many guys are on that field? Like, you're gonna pay off. I don't know. It seems like it's so so big. Huge conspiracies. Well, the Deflate Gate thing was pretty clear. Well, yeah. I mean, I got that part, but. Does that fix the whole game? I don't know. Like to me, I some think of this it gives stuff, them an edge for sure. But, sure, I can see that. But that's just cheating. That's not fixing anything, right? But some of this stuff it involves, or it would involve, so many people that it's almost like you're talking about faking the moon landings. You know what I mean? Like there, <sighs> it's just there's so many people that would have to be in on it and paid and whatever. I, you know, I don't get it. And it, and it's like another Occam's razor thing, like you know, it, it's like is there a vast conspiracy or is the simplest answer probably correct where there's nothing like that going? Part I have issue with is like you know, like people that would say Golden State was chosen to win. Yeah, that's you know, crazy. last few years, whatever. You can't make. Steph Curry shoot ridiculous percentage from the three point line. Like you can't fix that. I mean, no. <laughs> and they're fucking yeah. losing right now. And if you're yeah. going to tell me that that's uh, a conspiracy theory, you're crazy. I think you're crazy too. Because I mean, they have so many guys injured. Injuries uh, are crazy. Yeah, it's you know. like, whatever. I'm sure stuff happens, but I just. To, I mean, I guess, I, and he. I know. Good luck, Riley is. I don't even know if he believes what he's saying, but, uh, <laughs> um, for, you know, if you're going to throw out like all sports are fixed that, you know, come on, that's, that's great. an Alex, that's an Alex Jones level argument. Is that really the side of the fence you want to be on? Yeah. Oh, Turdat's muted, by the way. I don't know if you're trying to talk to or if you're going to, if you're going nine, nine, but he's muted. So it's probably snore time and he's muting. So he won't, so I can't wake him up. <laughs> you know what I mean? It won't, well, that's it won't. not how that works. Well, you're right. He he'd hear me, but he's not gonna like be conscious enough to unmute. That's right, PGO. The frogs are gay. <laughs> <laughs> um. Now, the one thing that does happen, has happened, and I believe continues to happen is 
especially not in the in the upper echelons necessarily, but maybe in the sort of mid tier is boxing. That shit can be fixed as fuck because you only need one person to uh-huh. pay off. And um there's you know there aren't a lot of sports where that's like tennis too. Same thing with tennis. Yeah. Um, yeah. And there's go go Google tennis mat, match fixing. There's people that have been suspended or banned or whatever for it recently. So it's not. Well, and I think tennis is even harder to fix. Like boxing, it's well, you know you no, can get well, hit and take a dive so easily. Yeah, but in tennis, what they typically do is like act like they pull a hammy or oh, whatever, okay. and okay. then it's like gets worse as the match goes on and then they kind of like withdraw or forfeit. Mm. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. I can see that. So. Yeah. It just seems, I mean, I, I, I'm not a real boxing fan anymore, but like, I think around like college or shortly after I actually used to watch a decent amount of it. USA used to have, I think it was like Tuesday night fights or something. I'd watch it every week and it was boxing <clears throat> and I've seen some dives dude. Like, cause it, those were the, those were the matches where it was like low end guys, you know, who were paying for like, I mean, they're, they're boxing and the purse is like, you know, maybe, maybe could buy him a car with, you know, a cheap car like that, that kind of money, not crazy amounts of money. And mm-hmm. I've seen some shit where it look, I'm like, dude, that guy just took a fat dive <laughs> uh, <laughs> where they just get like glanced and they're down. But um, it's so tough, you know, unless it's a complete whiff of a punch where it doesn't even make contact, it's nearly impossible because sometimes those knockouts are just, you know, hit in the right spot and the guy, the guy goes down, you know? So it's really easy to fix. It seems. Um, I was watching wrestling the other night and I saw a guy go down that didn't get hit. And I was like, man, that's a fucking dive. You didn't get hit. Shit's fake. This is why it's, I mean, it's why that's exactly why I could never get into wrestling. <laughs> I, it's just the truth. It's like I can't, I can't watch them fake this whole thing. You know, I can't do it. I want to do it. Can't do it. No, you don't. <laughs> I mean, I want to be. It's fun. It seems like it's fun, but you know, I'm I'm a I'm a fucking adult. You're an adult, and you're still using the bathroom on yourself. That's what I. That's me talking to you when you're when you're watching WWF. You're WWE. an adult, and you're still using the bathroom on yourself. Using the bathroom on yourself is my brand new favorite phrase. I, I love it. I love it so much. Using the bathroom on yourself. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me see. Well, I don't know how you're gonna do that because Turdette's gone. Uh. He's he 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 did the move where he muted himself, but you know he's not here. But uh, I've got Rob reviewing Godzilla too, and you guys did what was the movie you did right before our show? Uh, Rocket Man. But we're not reviewing that. No. Like this was last week's, right? Yes, last week's show. Hmm. Well, I am curious, but. I would, I'm also curious to hear what you say about Rockman, but, uh, so you can't, I can't, you know, S and I have to give a number, I think on this and you can't really, or cause you know it. Sure. I do. I do know it. Does now, I think so. we've talked about this before, but I forget. Did he, 
give different numbers sometimes for our show and your show or the same? He has in the past changed his score either after he called in to you or after we recorded ours. So there has been some differences, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but I would say 95% of the time it's the same. Okay. Um, I'm curious to, you know, for, for your take as well, but Esther, what do you think? You want to go first on Godzilla 2? Oh boy. Um, no, you go. All right. Rob is going to give this a, hmm. I mean, it's not going to be super low and it's not going to be super high. I hate always going like six, seven, eight, but you know, it's going to be in there. You just know it. Uh, so, I mean, I'm, I'm going to have to give it like the most generic shitty answer of seven, I think. All right. Um, I'm going to go under go six. Okay. Yeah. That, I think that's a safe bet as well. SRP says eight. Let's see what's going on here. Get ready for Winter Reviews with Robin. Time! But like all living organisms, the Earth unleashed a fever to fight this infection. Its original and rightful rulers, the Titans. Godzilla, King of the Monsters, 2019. Directed by Michael Doherty, also written by him. Uh, starring Kyle Chandler, Vera Formiga, Millie Bobby Brown, and a whole bunch of other people. <laughs> uh, this is the direct sequel to the uh, Godzilla 2014 movie. So we see the Godzilla from that movie in here, but with a whole bunch of other monsters. And I mean, if you were disappointed that we didn't get enough Godzilla in the last movie, you're going to get plenty in this movie. And not only that, but a whole bunch of the other guys, too. Uh, I enjoyed it. I thought it was uh, much better than the previous film. And I think that uh, a lot of people will like it, too. But it's not for everybody. Uh, You know, I like the monster movies, the uh, kaiju stuff, uh, like we saw in Pacific Rim and that kind of junk. So, uh, it's entirely up to you. And on that note, I'm going to give this movie a 7 out of 10. Right. For the full review, <laughs> check out last week's <laughs> cinemachatpodcast.com. King in the castle, king in the castle. Uh, you know, my previous problems with Godzilla movies in general, and it's nothing, you know, I'm not breaking any new ground here, is that they don't show the monster enough. Like, you spend three quarters of the movie on some whatever human interest plot that I could care less about. And then you finally get your payoff in the last like 20 minutes of, you know, Godzilla tromping around and fighting something or destroying shit or whatever it is. So this movie is better. This movie doesn't do that. Could I ask you? Uh, This movie shows a lot more monster fight. I mean, I, I, the one thing that I really like is that they're bringing in Mothra and all the other fucking, you know, monsters which is cool but i mean is it just uh, i mean i don't need wall-to-wall action but god damn those godzilla movies are terrible there are a lot of action scenes if that is your major problem with godzilla movies that's not really a problem in this one okay my problem in this one is the cgi is shit oh okay that's not good and it It, took me out of it like the the fucking 
three-headed monster. I can't remember the name yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. It's the heads on that look absolutely horrendous. Oh, and it's the Ghidorah. Thank you, BGO. It's the main antagonist. Uh, and its heads look bad. It has three heads. Its main <laughs> feature is that it has three goddamn heads. <laughs> and the heads look like shit. <laughs> yeah. Was By the way, was Godzilla one that he mentioned? Was that the one with fucking Ferris Bueller in it? Was that? Am I right? No. Am I remembering no, that no, right? No, no. No, that's uh, that is a Godzilla movie. Okay. Yes, but there was oh, another one. Was this a the one? With, was this the one with Brian Cranston and he dies halfway We're, through, or is that the Ferris Bueller oh, one? No, he dies like ten minutes into the ten movie. minutes in. Yeah, that was the yeah. first Godzilla that he's talking about. Is that right? Or is that yes. the, okay? Yeah, because I remember that like bait and switch. I was like, oh, Brian Cranston's gonna be in this fucking movie, and he can actually act and whatever. And then like ten minutes yeah. in, pow, he's out. I'm, uh, yes. yeah, I don't know. Well, this one's going to be a, <laughs> well, I feel like I should have that clip. Like that's going to be a no for me, dog or whatever. Like <laughs> it's going to be a fucking rental or a, not a rental, but like an HBO or something when you know, I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. Catch it on TV. You don't need to go to the theater to see it. Plus it does have obviously the human interest story side of it. Ugh. And that's not good. It's never the, good. The, mo- the motivations of the character characters are very fluid. Just like mm-hmm. when the plot needs them to do something, mm-hmm. they're there to do it. And there's like five or six people that do like everything that the military does is done by these five or six people. Like everyone is like a jack of all trades. Okay. And Got it's it. just, it's all fucked up. <clears throat> yeah. I, I hate it. Like I, I like Godzilla movies in theory, but in reality, they're just, you know, they just have never, never delivered for me. Mm-hmm, um, yeah. I am really curious, just since we've got you here, um, how, how did, I mean, I don't need to go into deep review and you need to go listen to Cinema Chat podcast to hear them, um, talk about Rocket Man. But I am just on a surface level curious, how did it stack up against the, uh, the Queen movie or, you know what I mean? Like where, where we at? I'm so glad you asked the question in that manner. Okay. Um, I like Elton John music. I mm-hmm. like his music. I, I think that um, I was I was very excited for this movie because I grew up. My parents listened to his music. I know his songs. Like mm-hmm. I I know it all going in. I don't know his life story, so I'm going in fresh. I'm like awesome. I like musical biopics. Mm-hmm. I love it. Um, looked a lot like Bohemian Rhapsody from the trailer. It's a goddamn musical. Really? Yeah. Like straight up, like sing song and dance, hmm. plot told through song musical. <clears throat> That's not for me. And there was nothing in the fucking trailers or any advertisement that led me or anyone else to believe it was going to be a musical. No, I've seen the trailer because, I mean... This is the time of year where I'm watching the most commercials because I watch NBA and it's live and I can't skip the commercials. So I've seen this trailer a hundred times. There's no way I would have thought that it's a musical, like musical musical, like where, you know, are they, it's like what I'm picturing is they're, they're playing Elton John's music or maybe he's even, you know, 
doing it in concert or whatever. And then there's, are there montages of his life during the music? Is that what we're seeing? So, so you get, uh, you get a real movie, but occasionally they will just break out into one of his songs that helps progress the narrative of the movie. Okay. Yeah. And the characters will sing the song and BGS says, why would that movie not be a musical? I mean, I agree with you to some extent, but whenever you market a movie to make it look like the movie that just won best picture and you're obviously banking off the fact that a lot of people loved that movie, Mm. but your movie is nothing like that and you try to make it look like it is like that, that's fucked up. That's a bait and switch. I don't like that shit. I agree. And that's what exactly what I thought. I was like, oh, the Queen movie, except Elton John, you know? Uh, but I am not. And, and there's a difference between a musical and a biopic about a musician. Uh, there's, there's a, there's a big difference. And if this is more musical, then I'm not, a, I'm not nearly as excited about it. Cause I, cause, um, I was not, you know, an Elton John fan growing up or whatever. I mean, and his shit was, you know, too early for even my old ass, really. But my parents did listen, and I know all the hits. Uh, and I definitely, and I knew, I know some about his life, not everything, but um, I know enough where I know I think I would be interested in a good movie about that. And I'm slightly disappointed to hear that. Yeah, I was very interested in it going in. Like I wanted to see it. I lobbied to actually review this movie yeah. instead of X Men. Uh, ah, Dark Phoenix, which and, I hear is a shit show anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and Rob text Rob saw it before me. He texted us and he's like, this is a musical. Mm. And I was like, oh, come on, Rob. Yeah, it's a movie about a musician. Of course, his music's going to be in it. Right. And then I sit down in the theater and three minutes in, there's a, a musical number where the entire cast is dancing around. I'm like, that, no, 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 no. That's where I draw the line. If it's like. If it's like suddenly they break into song and everyone's dancing, like people are dancing that. Yes. No, no, no. Yeah. No. He runs down the street like to a carnival and then everyone at the carnival is dancing in unison. Oh, come on, man. For real? That being being said, I did still, I, I don't like musicals. I like the music. So that helped. So I did enjoy it. To some extent, but it would have been a lot better if if they had made it more like Bohemian Rhapsody. Mm. Like it would have been better than Bohemian Rhapsody to me if they had made it like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I so, that's what I'm that's what I'm after, and I think I think here's where they here's where their problem lies. They probably had finished so much of this movie by the time Bohemian Rhapsody won at the mm. Oscars. <clears throat> oh yeah that they realized uh well we kind of fucked this up we should have made it that way because it did so well but we didn't but we'll cut the trailer to appear that way and then everyone will just go because yes and, and i should have known because in the trailer he's playing the piano at a, a show and the entire audience like levitates and he levitates oh, he's like playing the piano horizontal to the ground and I was like, oh, that's an interesting choice that they chose to do that. No. I didn't even occur to me that it would be some fucking musical number. See, I don't remember seeing that. No. Fuck. No. That. Hell no. 
I don't want that. Just go. Your pussy stink. Go through my nose. No. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no. That that was me in the theater, right there, and I went with my wife. Uh, and Molly, she she, she like, likes music. Okay, that's what I was but ask. but yeah, you know, three minutes in, they get into that musical number, and she just leans over to me and she goes, "I'm sorry." <laughs> <laughs> I in my head when you said she leaned over, I I mean I know this is this isn't her, but I could picture her just leaning into your ear and saying, "You're fucked." <laughs> I you're, mean, it was essentially you're that. But <laughs> you're fucked. You're fucked for the next two hours. It was essentially that. She's like, I know you don't like this. God, I'm so happy yeah. that I found that out because I will not go see that and I will wait. And I will still yeah. watch it on like a HBO type of service, but there's no way I'm going to go there for that. Mm-hmm. I agree. It's a bummer. Because the guy, I mean, from what I know of it, it has a pretty fucking interesting life. Uh, You know, and of course, like, it was the sort of everyone knows he's gay, but he hasn't said he's gay thing. Like, mm-hmm. li- you know, it's like, come on. People in the 70s knew Elton John was gay, but he was not saying he's gay. Uh, and there's a million, I don't know, like, his writing partner, like, um, yeah. you know, he, 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 I don't think he wrote anything he's ever done. <clears throat> really? Um, uh, he, he maybe did not, not right? He, most of his songs, uh, this other guy wrote the lyrics. Yes. And he would put the lyrics to music. To music so he would write yeah. the music. The other guy would write the lyrics. Right, right. I should have clarified that a little bit. But yeah, he's had like a long time writing partner that would write all the lyrics and then he would take them and make a song out of them. Um, which is. And, and, the, and the movie goes from like childhood up to early 90s, like his sobriety. That's ah, the stop. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Uh. What was the clip that you had said earlier? Not eating ass. Something else. <laughs> your, your pussy stink. Oh, your, your mother's stink. pussy stink. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of the favorite gifts I found that I'd never, uh, <laughs> I'd never had like a reason to use it. And if you don't follow me on Twitter, it was just like, I can't remember the conversation, but I threw it in there randomly. It's just this kid sitting down and there's this girl like in, I guess like tights or yoga pants or something. And she's got like one foot up on a step and he's sitting down like basically eye level with her vagine. And he has a little spray of something like a cologne or something. And he sprays her right in the vajayjay and holds one finger under his nose like it stinks. You know, like this stinks. (laughs) And she gets in his face and then he, you know, he leans back and she shoves him. But he still is looking at the camera with the finger under his nose like, dude, it fucking, that stank. Stink under there. It was. And then your pussy stink. Your mother's pussy stink. And then your pussy stink. Your mother's pussy stink. This is not the. Your mother's pussy stink. But you know. And then your mother, your pussy stink, bitch. Your mother's pussy stink. Go wash your teeth. Go wash your pussy. Your pussy stink. Inside your pussy stink. Inside your pussy stink, bitch. Who care? Nasty bitch. Nasty bitch. Can you go back to the YouTube? Can you go back to the YouTube? Bitch. Hooker, bitch. Can, can you go back to the YouTube? Your, mother, your mother's pussy stink. Your mother's pussy stink. And then your pussy stink. Go wash your pussy. Your pussy stink.
Inside. Inside, Inside your pussy sink. sink. <laughs> it your was mother... Sauce talking about Turd Hat's sister, by the way. That's, That's right. what you replied right. to. Uh, and it's going back and forth because Turd Hat's been like, you know, give me some bikini shots of your of your wife mm-hmm. when you guys go yeah. to the pool. Like, it, you know. They're... Also, your uh, mother's pussy your mother's stink. pussy stink, and then your pussy stink. Like, not only yeah, not only does your does your stink and your mom, but it actually is passed down. Friends so anyone that yeah, anyone that you marry, your children will also have this affliction. Find that fascinating. Oh my god, we got to get to uh, the outro, and then if you don't mind sticking around, we have a turn to help you that uh, you know. Sure, I would like to uh, get to. Uh, also, interestingly. I have no idea what the song is going to be, and Turdat picked it, sent it to me, so let me get to this. Thanks for tuning into VinChat. If you want to get in touch with these guys, you'll find them all on Twitter. Finn will be at VinChat. Esta is going to be at VinChat underscore Esta. Turdhat is at Turdhat2. Sauce will be at... Overdose of sauce! Send them some actual mail at P.O. Box 6654, Concord, California, 94520. Send your emails and audio attachments to vinchat at gmail.com. Call them on Skype, 925 246 2428. That's 925 246 chat. It's brighter, douche. All right. Um, I will tell you everything I know about this song and we can, it's kind of like we're all getting on the same roller coaster and we don't know, you can't see where it goes. Like it just immediately drops into a tunnel. And so we don't know if it's going to be, you know, what, what's going to happen. This is called songs of hope for Haiti. Uh, the, (laughs) is it A Z O R E S Azores? I'm pronouncing that wrong. The Azores song? A-Z-O-R-E-S. Songs Correct. of Hope for Haiti, the Azores song, Allison Calorie, and it's not calorie like calories, it's C-A-L-L-E-R-Y. Not that that makes it different, like you know who this is. But, um, yeah. Get ready. Buckle up, everybody. Here we go. We'll catch you on the flip side, and we're at. You in my mind Your eyes are smiling Your mouth is shining It's a pretty day, baby Sky sits so gray And soft as a moth Grace you so soft You're far away Aren't you my baby? On a strange road Which way does it go? Closer to home Or further away Now I hear your voice, baby So low and warm Your heart was an island Littered with diamonds 
washed up after a hundred storms, and I miss you like crazy. Faith bring me peace, and peace like a blanket falling down to my ankles. You're always with me, aren't you, my baby? Aren't you, my baby? Aren't you my baby? Aren't you my baby? I mean, you know, okay. Uh, it's just ultimately not memorable. Mm. Pretty safe. I mean, it's just, say, it, you know, I know this is nothing to do with Turnout, but it's just sort of a... And I liked, you know what, um, so Malcolm, you said this song <laughs> ended an episode of Dawson's Creek. And for a second, I believed you, like, because I never watched Dawson's Creek. And so I was like, I was like, really? Like, I was thinking, really? And then I'm like, oh, he's kidding. Uh, and Swang Tong said, or from the OC. I mean, it, it does sound like that type of song. Like, it's a roll credits on some uh, WB show. Mm. By the way, a anybody uh, in the chat room or maybe either of you guys. How's the WB doing these days with all, I mean, they still running like all the superhero shows. Like is the flash still the, on <clears throat> the CW or C I'm sorry. Yeah, CW. Name. Um, I don't know. I haven't watched anything on that network for 10 Me years. Neither. Me neither. And they had I don't know uh, anything about it. Oh, Riverdale had, was huge. Wasn't it? Well, that that's what they've, they've kind of just run their like teenage drama DC universe shows like uh Green Arrow. I mean I know it's not whatever. Riverdale is that, but they all are. Yeah, it is. It they is. I mean it, whatever. You know, it's all I don't know. You got the Flash, you got Green Arrow, you got uh Riverdale with Superman, you got Okay, Stotan says Arrow's done. Super Okay, Supernatural is the other one that I couldn't remember. Uh is that the one what was the one with like a couple of offshoots? Like one of the people that was on the arrow was on one. I watched the first season of it. It was like, um, I don't know if they fucking travel in a spaceship or what the fuck. I can't remember now. I don't know. I don't know. They had a show called the hundred or something like that. Yeah, I think it wasn't that one. I thought it was maybe supernatural. It was like one where they had, Sort of some, like a collection of like shitty superheroes that would like solve legends. That's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> solve crimes or something. I don't know. They would, they would go around like the, the season I watched, it was, it was like a young guy and sort of an older guy and they would and merge. A disabled guy. <laughs> but, yeah, guy. that's right. Guys, <laughs> guys from Mars yes, also. 
uh, Legends is the one I was thinking of. It was two two guys who would merge, and when they merged, they had superpowers. That was one of the ones. Hmm. But it was like it was like Brian Cranston, except not Brian Cranston, and then like I don't know, like a nineteen, like a sixteen year old kid, and they would merge, and then the guy could like I forget, like throw fireballs or something. But all of the uh, superheroes were pretty <laughs> janky, like not you know. You didn't have any heavy hitter. You had like a knockoff Iron Man, I think, was one of them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it was a guy with like a power suit, but it but it just was it, it's like it wasn't Iron Man. It was just some sort of like you know, like a C minus Iron Man sort of. Yeah. That kind of shit. I try <clears throat> I I really tr- yeah, is that who it is? Adam. I I tried with it. I really did. But the CW man, the CW is just always going to be the CW, and you, it's just always going to be a shit show eventually. The C- the CW is over there going to the bathroom on itself. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's kind of how I feel about it. Yeah, like, and that's kind of I had to have that talk with myself. Like, at some point, I'm watching the CW, and my inner monologue was, "You're an adult." And you're still using the bathroom on yourself? I'm an adult, bro. I can't watch this shit anymore. It's terrible. <laughs> fucking, I don't know. <laughs> just It was just like a fucking, like, you know, soap opera, like 90210 or I don't know, whatever fucking thing. With like, you know, this one likes <laughs> that one and that one doesn't know. And then this one and that one. I mean, it's fucked up. Please find a prominent spot on your board for that clip and just leave it there. I'm gonna, yeah, it's gonna have to happen. I'm putting it on right there. I'll put it right. That's under heavy. Right, ro- ro- put it right under this one. That's an idea. There you go. Yeah, heavy rotation. It's on the. It's on the board. Swang Tong is asking Esta, "Have you watched that documentary on Doctor Ruth? Where is that? I wow. Have not. Where? Uh, wh- yeah, where is that, dude?" Talk about someone who that. talk about someone who deserves a movie. Uh, Doctor Ruth, if my memory yeah. serves, was a sniper in her. She, yeah, she trained as one. I don't know if she ever. Okay. Killed anybody? Trained but... as a sniper. Well, it's on Hulu. Jpgo <laughs> <PGS> says. <laughs> he <laughs> at some point earlier he said something about uh um. Later on, I'm going to go to the bedroom on myself. <laughs> That's pretty good. Actually. I probably should have said. Some, yeah, I probably should have said. He says, "I feel my go to the bedroom on myself." Joe flew under the radar. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't uh, subscribe to the Hulu, but I would be curious to see that. Also, there's a new season of that. Um, that their other crazy show, their famous one. What's it called? Who's oh, Hulu? Uh, they're big. Handmaid's Tale? yeah, Handmaid's Tale, Handmaid's Tale, which I kind of dropped off on. Um, but I really did enjoy the first season or two. Oh. Anyway, um, we have Swangtung says she's an amazing woman. It's about her life. Really good. I agree, dude. When I was when I was a little kid, um. It was sort of like our love line, you know, like yeah, the Adam Carolla thing. When I was a little kid, like um, me and my cousin, when we were, when uh, I would go visit or he would come visit, 
we would do the thing where we would like put a tent up in the backyard and and like fake camp. But what mm-hmm. we would really do is take a radio out there and uh tune in because it was she was on late night like for I don't know three four hours a night and listen to Doctor Ruth taking questions about uh you know bumps <laughs> on your wiener and stuff and we would sit there and be like, dude, this is adult shit. she's pretty great um okay let's do it here we go yeah i know it's weird Um, chat room was talking while I was playing the intro, and I'm I am curious to uh, hear this. Have either of you guys or anybody watched the new Twilight Zone? Jordan Peele is running on the CBS thing. CBS All Access. Yeah. Fuck that. I mean, I'm not doing CBS All Access, but you know, <laughs> no, I have not watched. If it. someone, you know. <laughs> If somehow I was able to see, if you it, were to fall and your dick slipped, it, and yeah, flipped like, into, like maybe it. I fall down and actually hit the button that subscribes to that, and then I'm like, oh well, I might as well watch it. Is that <laughs> going to be worth my time? Because I actually tr- started watching uh, us, and I fell, I fell asleep, and then I woke up and I fell asleep, which was not great. I need to rewatch it, but it feels to me like with his first movie doing so well and then this one was kind of whatever uh i mean it it didn't seem to be as great as the first one it, i feel like an hour long twilight zone type of format for him would be a really perfect avenue to tell his kind of stories because that's what it was like basically his both of his movies were could mm-hmm. have been twilight zone episodes mm-hmm. yes. uh and the first one and that's what happens with twilight zone Sometimes they're great and sometimes they're not that great, but it mostly relies on if the premise is good enough. Uh, and also, you know, there's some, you need to have the execution, but like in the first one, the premise I thought was so good and the execution was great. And that one was great. Us could have been a twilight zone and it probably would have been better as an hour long twilight zone instead of a full movie, even though I did fall asleep a little bit and I missed some stuff, but that was just my thought. So I would be curious what he would be able to do with that format of show. Um, and it is tempting me a little bit because I'm a Star, Star Trek guy and they've got fucking Picard coming back mm-hmm. doing his thing. So, curious. That's how they get you. I know. But I, come on, man. Like, I, <laughs> how much shit, you know, come on. 
I Listen, pay for, just take that Patreon money I give you every month. <laughs> I pay for... Hey, you take <laughs> the Patreon money I give you every month. <laughs> fucking go watch that thing. Uh, I pay for cable. Like, what... You know, come on, CBS. Like, what else, What do you want? Just hand you my wallet and you tell me how much money I get back? It's enough already. You should anyway. stop paying for cable. Well, you're probably right. But it's... I'm in, you know, I'm I'm locked into one of those fucking bundles where it's like my internet, whatever. So, yeah, that's what they want you to think. You're, I mean, you're right, but I don't mind paying for content. Like, I like, I'm fine with paying for HBO. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and as a matter of fact, another thing that I wanted to mention that I I think maybe at least Esther would be interested in that I have not watched yet is the the Deadwood movies out. Uh, mm, if you guys yeah. were Deadwood fans or if you ever watched that series I didn't but I would like to go back and actually watch it You, sh- yeah and I haven't watched the movie but I feel like you're not going to get you need to watch the series to get you know what you're going to get out of it mm-hmm. so it's a great series uh, people were pissed including myself when that got cancelled yeah I don't think I had HBO at that time when it was out so I didn't watch any of it. Uh, sometimes, you know, people will fucking like accidentally leave DVDs on your doorstep or what, <laughs> you find ways to see things, you know, it's mm-hmm. shit. You fall down and like your face hits like a Deadwood DVD. Mm. It, it happens. It is funny how that happens. It's yeah. Really strange. No, I don't. It's crazy. Stotan said, how about uh, Orville on Fox, Finn? You know, I need to catch up on it because I watched the that, first season. Yeah. And I have not gotten into the second, but um, I liked the direction they were going with it. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to have to dig in. But anyway, that's not why you called. We've got to turn out to help you. I'm going to warn you, it's a couple paragraphs here. So everybody focus buckle, them. Buckle up and I'll see if I can even. I'm going to read the shit out of this. (laughs) (laughs) One of my favorite moments. (laughs) Uh, Okay. This is from Jessman316. Wow. Yeah, right? Haven't heard from him in a while. Dear Turd Hat, a few years back, some friends and I were really into going to see live concerts and going to other significant music events around the area. We've seen about 10 last year that everyone seemed to have enjoyed attending. Uh, We even went to a few in the previous months, so this summer I was planning on going to more. That's where the problems start. One of my friends, let's call him Steven, will always turn down an invite, which he chalks up to not having the money or wanting to take the day or night off of work. Um, One of my favorite bands, Disturbed, came around, and I asked everyone to go. Steven said he was not interested, even though I know... They are one of his favorite bands as well. A few months pass uh, in the time that I bought my tickets with another friend. Oh, I'm sorry. In in the time I bought my tickets with another friend. And leading up to the concert, I find out he's going with only his sister, which I find odd because he and his sister aren't that close. I believe he's talking about Steven. Steven's going with his sister uh, to this concert that he invited him to go to. About a month passes and he tells me he tells me him and his sister is going to three more concerts, two of which he knew I would be interested in, but he never mentioned or asked me about it until it was too late to get tickets. 
There was even an outdoor event, a short drive from where he works that I hadn't heard about. And once again, he went with his sister and only told me about it after. Another friend of mine, who's the only one I knew who shares a love of, uh, I believe this is, he meant European power metal, has other reasons for not wanting to go to any concerts with me. That's interesting in in its of itself. Um, but I continue. About a year ago, there were some power metal bands that were uh, we were going to see. He wanted to see the headliner, and I was more interested in the two opening bands, some being some of my other favorite groups. We ended up not going due to other obligations, and a year passed without those bands returning. This coming September, they're back with even a better lineup, and I asked him to go. He told me he was no longer interested because the small venues uh, these, these bands play and get very loud. And some of the people that attend metal shows can be assholes. I was shocked that he no longer wanted to go. And I know he has been to other shows with some other friends. Uh, shows I wasn't interested in. So what gives? Am I the problem? If two friends of mine would instead not go or go with their sister that as far as I know don't get along. Does that mean I did something wrong? The thing is we still go out all the time. They enjoy going to the show, going to the show or going to an amusement park or even going to a bar for a meal. Why would someone treat me going to a concert so differently? T-Hat helped me, Jessman316. So I hope you're able to digest that. Um, essentially, <clears throat> it sounds like his friends he used to go to concerts to are not going to concerts with him anymore. Mm-hmm. Two different friends. Yeah. Steven is going with his sister to shows even though they don't get along and going to shows that he would normally go to this guy you know go with this guy too right mm-hmm. and this other guy doesn't want to go because it's too loud but he seems like but he goes with other people yeah to shows and he he claimed that he wasn't interested because the small venues these bands play and get loud uh well, I mean, obviously, there's a lot of unknown information. Right. We're, we're getting half of two stories. Right. And before I forget. When it gets loudly, it gets very loud indeed. I mean, generally speaking, if I were to hear this story, I would in my mind, the first place you go to is what's the common denominator. Okay. Like, logically, that's the first place you go to. So you have two different friends, independently of each other, that are choosing to no longer go to concerts with you. On the surface, it would appear like maybe there's something about the way you attend concerts. Maybe you like to be in a certain area of the... Maybe you want to be up front and they don't like being up front or maybe you like being in the back and they want to be in the front or maybe you get there late or I don't know, whatever the fuck or maybe it's just a fucking coincidence there's really no way to know for sure, right? He's saying that, yeah, I mean, they still go out all the time and even just going to a bar for a the fact that they still hang out with him outside of concerts is what leads me to believe that it's something about the way that he likes to enjoy a concert may be different from the way that they would like to enjoy a concert. And maybe they don't want to rub him the wrong way. Maybe they're trying to be Mm non-confrontational. 
I mean, I you could ask them why. If they're really your friends and you do still <laughs> hang out with them, you could ask them why they uh, don't. Oh, yes. The, uh-huh. the answer to Correct. 90% of Turnout Help Yous. Why don't you ask them the reason? Uh, no one wants to have an awkward conversation. No, I get no, it. I agree. I agree. It, lack of communication is the the cause of so many problems. And uh, people don't like to talk about, you know, shit like this. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to, yeah. I don't want to, you know. But I, I can't disagree with you. Um, I would take a lens and look at yourself at concerts. Like, what are you... And I'm not even saying you're doing anything wrong. It just no, maybe no, you're doing no. something that they don't they don't do. I mean, like to throw out an example that's not a great example, but like, what if you're getting fucking like power stoned to go to these shows and no one else is smoking weed and like you're I don't know like uh, something like there's got to be something that you're you know you're doing that they don't do or. They do. They do something that you don't do. I mean, I don't know what it is. It's hard. To Maybe say. you like to crowd surf, and they don't want people's fingers yeah. in their butt. I'm thinking, like, you know, you're jumping in the mosh pit, and uh, you know, got hammered and almost got your ass beat, and maybe they had to pull you out one time, and they're like, "Dude, I don't want to go to the conference guy." But that's not. See, but I'm I'm just making shit up. I don't know anything about it. I'm just maybe you're going to... to the bathroom on yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, don't you're an adult. You're an adult. Go in the bathroom on yourself. You can't. But, I mean, uh, when it comes adult, down to it. And you're still using the bathroom <laughs> on yourself? Still. Still using the bathroom on yourself. You know how mad I am that, that, <laughs> that I can't get that lady laughing out of this? Like, it would be so yeah. perfect. But there's, I, there's nothing I can do. I mean, you just hear her laughing. You're an adult? And you're still using <laughs> the bathroom on yourself? I want him, I want her out. <laughs> I mean, when it all comes down to it, talk to them, see if you can find out if there's a reason. Maybe there's not a reason. Maybe they don't, maybe they're not consciously doing it, which seems unlikely, but maybe they're not. And then worst comes to worst, maybe you net out that they don't want to go to concerts with you anymore. It's yeah. okay to go and do shit like that by yourself. It's true. I, I know. So I know it's taboo or it's weird for some people. It is okay to go do something you enjoy by yourself. I don't find it weird for anything where you are sitting in the audience of an event. Or I, I guess what I'm saying is, I don't find it weird for movies. I wouldn't find it weird for concerts, right? Or any sort of thing like that where you're there to enjoy a performance. Mm-hmm. Because I don't, frankly. I'm going to say frankly again, I don't want, (laughs) like, I don't need you to, you know what I mean? Like, I don't need anything else from other people around me. I don't need a conversation. I'm actually mad when I'm at a movie with somebody and they talk during the movie. Like, they're asking me questions. I'm like, shut up. I'm, I'm, this is my time. Like, I'm Mm -hmm. enjoying this thing. Also, I wanted to throw in SRPL says Steven is fucking his sister. Which is an interesting <laughs> plot twist, because he doesn't. He seems to not like his sister, but he takes her to concerts, and so he might be takes her to concerts and then hate fucks her. Yeah, on the DL, like, oh. like you know, listen, it's I don't really like you, but I'm gonna bang you. So <laughs> it's that that could be going on too. 
But it, it, the one part that, that throws me more than anything else is that you guys hang out all the time, not at concerts, but when it comes to concerts, now all of a sudden you're persona non grata. You know what I mean? Which, which in my mind makes it easier to have the conversation because it's <laughs> yeah. not like, it, it's not like they don't like you or they don't enjoy your company. There's, there's something there yeah. and it's something that can be discussed. If, if they were like, if this was the only thing you did with them and then they just all of a sudden stopped wanting to go to concerts with you. And you didn't have these other opportunities where you're hanging out, where you know that they don't mind being around you. It becomes a much more difficult conversation right. if this is the only thing you do together. Right. Because yeah. then you're looking at, like, if you say something, and, like, maybe there's not really a problem. And if you say something, then all of a sudden there is a problem. Then it's fucking donezo. But <laughs> at least you're still friends. Like, if you say something, they're like, oh, man. I don't like that you get shit faced right. whenever you go to shows. Right. Then you can either fix that or you can say, you know what? I like getting drunk whenever I go to a concert. I'll, I get it. Fuck I'll go with someone you. else or I'll go yeah. by myself. Yeah. I'm going to do me. Like, that's fine. But just talk to them. Yeah, I, I want to give you a better response, but I don't know. I don't know what else to, to throw at you. Because they're not, they're still your friends, clearly. Also, it's tough because we don't know, you know, what are we not, what, what are we not getting out of this? Like, or maybe, maybe you're the friend that nobody likes. (laughs) Maybe they just still invite you to things. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't think that's the scenario, but. Are you ready for me to fuck up Jess Man right now? Because I can fuck him up (laughs) big time. Everyone's talking about you behind your back, and they're pity inviting you to shit that they're doing because they don't know how to tell. They don't know how to tell you that you have bo bad bo. So they're like, dude, I can deal with it in a bar. I can sit away from him, but I'm not sitting next to him at a fucking concert with that bo. And they're sitting there in the bar, and then when you walk in, they're like, oh, oh fuck, fuck. Jess man showed oh, up. Damn it. He's here. Fuck this guy and his shitty hundreds of friends talking shit. Talking shit about you right now. <laughs> I don't think that's true, but I'm just saying, like you know. Everything's on the table. Right. Because like, we don't have the information. And frankly, I don't know if you got BO. Maybe you do have bad BO and you can't smell it, and everyone else can. <laughs> Although that wouldn't make sense, like he said there was an outdoor event that he couldn't get him he didn't get to go May- to. Maybe it's his breath, and they can only smell it whenever ah. he's yelling, yelling lyrics okay. at a concert. Oh, maybe ah. he maybe he sings all the lyrics, and they and he's got a shitty voice, and they're like, "Dude, I'm not standing Ooh. next to this guy again for two hours while he sings every fucking lyric." Got a lot going or maybe, on here. Maybe he pulls his dick out. I don't know. Yeah, does a windmill. It could be anything. Does a windmill? I don't know. That windmill. Well, European <laughs> power metal, huh? <laughs> I and I, I'm not trying to dunk on you with this. I swear to God, Jess Man, but I think I feel like I fuck something up because I don't know what this word is. It's E U P I R A N. Eupirian power metal. 
It's got to be me fucking that up, right? You can't spell Europe like that. European. I'm gonna How do you spell it? Chat. I'm going to type in the chat. You. E-U-P-I-R-A-N. That's what he spelled. E-U-P-I-R-A-N. Eupirian? Eupirian. <laughs> I know, I think he's going for European, but that it's just so far from European. Uh, I don't know. Not, be, I, I can't imagine. Where's yeah. Just Man from? That's Fuck. pretty fucked up. It's it's all it's wet, and there isn't really any other spelling mistakes in this whole thing. <laughs> BGO said that's how I might spell it. <laughs> it just was it just was so off. I didn't I couldn't. It's like the only thing that I is was spelled in this whole thing. And he probably was dictating here. Who knows? But uh, I don't know, dude. I don't know. I wish I, I wish I could tell you you know give you more, but that's. That's what I got. Maybe Sack if, up. If anyone else has any thoughts, please email me and we'll talk about it next week. I, guess. Uh, I don't know what else to tell you. So I, mean, I think I think we covered it. Yeah. Let's pretty, just call pretty, it covered. Pretty all the way around. 360. I'm going to throw this to somebody to answer me. That's the end of... Turdhead help you. Thank you. Okay. Uh, SRPL says I had a friend in high school that sang every song that came on the radio and he fucked up every third word. It was awful. <laughs> so that's what I mean. Like it could be literally anything and it may not even be. It also could be him in his own head. Like, you know, why, why are they ghosting me on these concerts when maybe they aren't trying to do that? Mm -hmm. Right. So I don't know difficult to <clears throat> maybe he's always yelling at girls to flash their tits that could be you know could be anything sometimes it's just one thing you did once and then people remember that you know they're like i don't want that guy around like paul pierce <laughs> that's right it could be fucking paul pierce you're an adult and you're still using <laughs> the bathroom on yourself ben diagram you know <laughs> Ben diagram. The, I still can't get over the fact, and I and I barely caught it because it was like a throwaway thing when I was reading about that article that he did a one eighty and said he didn't shit his pants. I can't believe that. <laughs> I know he's yeah. That is that blows my mind more than anything well, else. And maybe I missed it. Did he explicitly say that he shit his pants, or did he say that he had to go? He shit. said he had to go to the bathroom. Well, well no, no, no. He, he, also, he also said, like, there was a problem. Well, here, yeah. here's the, here it is. Just the I have a confession to make. <laughs> Whoa. Wait, wait, wait. I, I got to stop it. I got to stop it right here because they were clearly talking about this before he said those words, I have a confession to make. Because as soon as he says it, you hear... Her laughing, I forget her name, who does the pregame stuff. She's really good. But you hear, like, basically two responses that are both chuckles. Like, oh, my God, I can't believe he's about to actually say this. Because I think what happened was um, 
he had mentioned off air or something that this is the anniversary of when he had to take a wheelchair out of the thing. Mm-hmm. It does that does get mentioned somewhere like and it might not be in this clip, but I remember hearing it when I watched it, like this is the anniversary of me, whatever, whatever. But as soon as he mentions I have a confession to make, you hear people start laughing and they know that he's about to say he shit himself. And they can't believe it. So this is only in like eighteen seconds. I have a confession to make. <laughs> Whoa. I just had to go to the bathroom. A number a wheelchair? one or a I number had to go two? to the bathroom. But why did you need a wheelchair to get to the bathroom? See, and then it's why did you need a wheelchair to get to the bathroom? They already know the answer. They know why he needed a wheelchair. But anyway, keep going. Wheelchair to get to the bathroom. It was that bad. I, it was something went down. I had to <laughs> go to the bathroom. <laughs> oh, you were streaking. Okay. Anywho, injuries. Injuries so one, yeah, so one guy's like, you were streaking, and then another guy's like, deuce, huh? And then he's like, enough said, enough said. So, <clears throat> Well, he never said it. Um, I and mean, then, come have you ever had to, Have you ever didn't. had to go to the bathroom so bad that you couldn't walk? <laughs> yes. I couldn't, I couldn't get up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, it was prune juice challenge. I mean. I mean, I mean, there's a little wiggle room here. That's all I'm going to say. Enough said. He, <laughs> I mean, he asked his piece, you know? <laughs> he did. And he did what, really, what really sold it for me was when I watched the video, and, and again, I've said this before, realized that it was the Celtics playing at home, and they were wearing <laughs> their white uniforms. <laughs> if he was wearing, an, you know, an away uniform, like a green, the, you know, the Celtics green, <laughs> Maybe he doesn't go out on the wheelchair, but he knows as soon as he does it, I am wearing white shorts right now (laughs) and white tights underneath those shorts. Like everything's white. There is no hiding it, dude. It ain't football. There's no dirt you fall on where it's like, oh, he just fell and got dirt on his butt. He's got, he knows, you know, he immediately knows. All right. I just put a picture into the chat. What is it? I'm sure you've seen it. Let me see. Yeah, see. That guy had the right idea. He wears brown pants. That's okay. (laughs) That's his. Yeah, there it is. And for those of you listening at home, he's got his, it's a picture of his butt. And there's a, I mean, there's no other way to say it. Like a nickel size hot dot. (laughs) And it's coming through. And it's, he, this is literally right before he's shooting free throws. I think at this, in this shot, or he's about to. And that is like seconds before he falls down onto his shoulder and then has to get wheelchaired out. Not his leg. You know, he doesn't twist an ankle, whatever. (laughs) And there is all kinds of conspiracy theories. Like, why would you have to get a wheelchair for your shoulder? (laughs) Here's the other thing. Before they get the wheelchair, they (laughs) his teammates carried him off. Picked him up. Like holding his legs and shit. (laughs) But, you know, uh, uh. Tea kettle down, you know what I mean? Like butt down, carrying him, his legs and his arms, like lifting him up with his butt facing the floor still. Like no one threw him over their shoulder like a continental soldier. <laughs> hold, uh, hold on. When was the last time you saw someone toss someone over their shoulder? To take I don't him know, but I'm just saying, like, like a fireman carry. He fucking <laughs> He fucking is that a fucking piggyback ride? What, dude? I've never. I don't see like you don't see NBA guys carry anybody ever for anything. No, they would. send the medical guys out there. They're not going to pick up a guy who just like 
busted something in his leg or his knee or his whatever. Like they let that guy sit there and then the medical guys come out. They they picked him up to carry him over to a wheelchair and put him in a wheelchair. And he said I had to go to the bathroom, but I mean we all know he went to the bathroom already. They don't they don't pick anybody up because Tony Allen told him the story about the time he carried Paul Pierce with shit in his pants. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm Ron Burgundy. Go fuck yourself, San Diego. Dude, I bit the shit out of my tongue. Again? Yeah. I want to slow down. <laughs> Dude, I think I did it in my sleep. Oh, I do that in my sleep. Dude, I will. And I, it, it, there's almost like a little lisp because, you know. It's that like the problem is I bite it and then for whatever reason, it's not like swollen or anything, but for whatever reason, I bite it again. You know what I mean? Mm. Like once Mm I, once it's there, I, I, you know, I just move the wrong way or whatever and I hit it again and then it's just like, ah, are you still chewing gum? No, I don't even have gum. I just mean in general, I think people chew gum, bite their tongue more. I don't, know if, I don't know if that's true. It wasn't true when I was chewing gum. But when I was chewing gum, it was uh, forever ago when I was trying to quit smoking. And it worked. But no, I don't. I wouldn't even be, have, be able to tell you where I have gum. If I do. But God damn. And I even thought about it today. I'm like, dude, I'm going to have to talk tonight. And, and I bet you I'm going to do it again on the air. Like, I can feel a part of my tongue where I bit it, you know? Like, there's a little injury. Mm-hmm. No, it sucks. It's the worst. It's like, uh, if you ever split your lip, like, not from getting punched in the face or something, but like a cold or whatever, and then you, you sneeze and you, and you keep reopening it. <laughs> uh, that's the worst. I had that a couple weeks ago. Split like a chapped lip? No. I accidentally punched myself in the face. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was kidding. What? I was pulling on uh, like a bag and it, my hand slipped off and hit myself in the lip. And then it, like right down the middle it, on the bottom it split. So. Jeez. Pulling on a bag. I mean, I know what you're talking about, but. Like I was trying to get a, something out. Yeah. Or, Pull the tab off. Type of thing on this bag. Your hand slipped or the bag ripped? The, uh, my hand slipped off it. Yeah. It's embarrassing. That is embarrassing. It is. <laughs> no two ways about it. You see that baseball guy throw his helmet and bust his lip open? No, I, I didn't it. see that. It was just today, I think. Oh. He like, got, had a tantrum, went in the dugout, and threw his helmet. And then it, the helmet slammed right back into his face. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a busted up lip. Oh, that is great. the best. 